yo, foreigner, you crazy for this okay, one. Riding when I'm left hooking fiends said they love me cause they know I keep that sack moving Sad to say but this is the life that I have growing I had to hustle skipping class man I was truing I can flip some packs and teach you how to do it This the real deal Better watch your back cause people will kill Kill Bill Kill switch on the Glock Yeah this the real real And people spin around them blocks just like a Ferris wheel But that's enough of that Let me tell you about my life and where I grew up at I grew up in the south of Topeka Then I moved to the east in the streets and I ain't fucking with neither I ain't the type to go with kill or go and sit on that block Going on Bucket Discussions family is the boy Jay Coop, man, one third of the Bucket Discussions podcast. And hey, man, I'm here to remind you to make sure that you guys are tuning in to our previous videos on the Bucket Discussions YouTube channel and make sure to also stay tuned for more great basketball content coming. Yo, welcome Girl. back to the Bucket Discussions podcast, episode 47 to be exact. This is the podcast where we're going to be on the stat sheet, we're going to be on the narrative to bring out that real, authentic, Fire sports conversation, man. It's yeah. your boy, Taz James, aka TJ, aka Lakers fan, Chiefs fan, 221, aka Ready to Pass It to the Guys. What's going on? It's your boy Trey, aka the girls damn sugar, man. We back with another episode coming at y'all boys, man. I'm excited to get into this one. There's a lot to talk about, man. I'm gonna pass Yo, what's going on, everybody, man? It's your boy Jay Koo, man, aka Bills Mafia. Yeah. It's another week, another episode, and we're excited to get into it, man. Let's do it. All right, man. Let's go ahead. Coop didn't lock me up this time, but it's all good, man. Let's get into the announcement of this week. It's pretty simple, man. Make sure you guys are tuned in with us on our podcast. Make sure you're tapped in each week, man. We're dropping consistently on there. We're also on Spotify for the, the guys that don't mess with, the guys and the girls that don't mess with Apple yeah. Podcasts. If you're on Spotify, sure. tap in with us. We're also on there, man. And then all the other smaller podcast apps, we're also on there as well, man. So pick Bobby. whichever you want to use, man. Go ahead and check us out. And we're greatly appreciate sure. it. Also, man, I don't know why, but but this last podcast on YouTube went insane. Like people was yeah. tapping. I don't know if it was that thumbnail. I don't know if it was the title. First and foremost, bro, let me let me let me go ahead and highlight this, bro. You that was a first and foremost, that was a phenomenal title, bro. I even had some friends talking about um she was like, Yo, did y'all talk about the MAU Doka? I was like, what you know about MAU Doka? She's like, <laughs> talk about the situation. I said, Yeah, go check it. go check the YouTube channel. She peeped it. She said, Oh, I'm about to go watch about like I think that just that title drew some excitement, bro. A lot of people have been coming up to me like, bro, what you think about that? What you think about that? And I said, hey, just go watch the pod and it's all explained there, man. Tap in. Is there. If anyone need, hey, man, if any of you guys want to hear our thoughts on any situation going on in basketball, just be sure to come on the Buck Discussion podcast. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, everything that we got to cover is going to be on here. So, yeah. Hey, proper intimate relations. That's what it says. <laughs> yeah, yeah bro, something, that title bro. Just, it's something about that title right there, bro. It's yeah, like, man. huh? What you yeah. mean by that? <laughs> man, so, it just went crazy, man. I was super surprised about that, man. Yeah. Also, just, you know, we dropping every week, every two weeks for right now. Yeah. Basketball season starts in a week, man. Yeah. Super excited about that. Yeah. We got the Lakers and Warriors on ring night, man. Mm. I'm about that. Um, slash nervous. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm slash nervous, man, but I'm just straight to it. Just continue to <laughs> make sure you're locked in with us, man. We greatly appreciate yeah. all of the support. Yeah. It's a community, so I'm glad you guys are a part of it. Now let's go ahead and transition. So, all right, man. So we have the first topic of episode 47, man, and this is a real, a real like controversial, sour topic, whatever you guys want to call it, man. But we had Draymond Green 
punches Jordan Poole. Steve Kerr, head coach, calls this the biggest crisis of his career being a head coach of the Golden State Warriors, man. Do you guys think this is a situation that is salvageable between Jordan Poole and Jeremiah Green? Or do you guys think this is going to affect the chemistry of the Golden State Warriors this season? Go ahead, let me know. Let's hear from the Warriors fan first, man, because I really want to know what he thinks about this. Hey, I want y'all, I want y'all to walk with me on this, man. Walk with me, gang. But let's first, let's first get into this, man. Um, have you ever been on a basketball court? Um, I'm sure me and bro can relate because me and bro have gotten a mini full out. Shit, we out there throwing it on the basketball court, man. Um, just throwing, going straight to blows, man. In the middle, hey, in the middle of the street, in the middle of the driveway, anywhere, bro, you can think of, bro, you just straight throwing hands. But have you ever been out on the basketball court, man? Um, with your guys, your friends, your brothers, y'all just, you know, someone's talking that shit, they run in their mouth, and you like, you really, maybe you're not having a good day, man. Maybe your shot not falling. Maybe you just got broke off and they still joking about it and they kind of dragging it a little bit. And that just, you just snap in a moment, man. I think that's just the heat of competition. Um, I've seen many, you can go to your local rec center, you see many fights go down. Um, I'm attending Langston University, man, not to speak bad on them, but like, that things just happen when you're playing basketball. Like we have a league. Hey, it's just something about the something about competition just breeds that kind of environment, man. And those things happen. Um, I don't think it's to say that you're gonna necessarily have this big old like uh Hollywood fallout over those type of things. Fights happen all the time on the basketball court. I want to say that and start that off first and foremost. Um, to think I don't think. Draymond or JP is as, as sensitive as um I hate to really say this, but as sensitive as a KD, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think they're to that level to where they're like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm leaving. Um, I'm done with this organization. Now, KD, I can see that because KD's a phenomenal player, don't get it twisted, but we know he's a he we all know he's a very sensitive guy. Um, but back to these two, let's talk, let's discuss JP and Draymond and the Warriors organization. Um I definitely think this is something that can be rekindled. Um, I think it would have been a lot easier if that video wouldn't have went out. Um, I know, speaking of y'all, I don't know if y'all like, I don't know if pride is the devil, but I don't know if y'all like pride will get in the way like it will get in mind, but I can't let a video of me getting slit like that get out. Whoever did it, first off, I need a fade with Dre, and then I need a fade with whoever leaked the videos. That's just straight up like that. Whoever phone sent that video and got it on all social media platforms, I need a fade. Um, but however, I still think this is definitely something that's, in my opinion, it's not out the norm. I can't say it's normal, but it's not out the norm to say, oh, uh, two guys got in a fight on the basketball court or someone hit somebody on the basketball court. That just happens. And I think for Steve Kerr, this may be an issue because Steve Kerr, we know the story. Steve Kerr got once got slid to. Um, <laughs> he knows, he knows, he knows he, he's been on the receiving end of a, of, of a, a, a damn haymaker down goes Frazier um he knows how that feels man um it doesn't feel the greatest um and I'm sure we all been in, in scuffles on the basketball court man and even if you've been in a fight um but I feel like in sports it's a little different because you can get in a fight with a person and be cool like for guys I think you can get in a fight and be cool 20 minutes later like we fought it's just over with we're not gonna drag it out we're not gonna beef um it's basketball that that happens um I've seen two best friends get up, get into it on the basketball court, damn near go to blows, and then 20 minutes later, they're laughing and joking, and it's all cool. However, um, this is a little bit different because you got money involved, and 
you got the media involved and there's videos and you know media can kind of get to people like as far as much as we would like to just ignore that when you start to see something over and over on your timeline like damn damn jp got slid and then you got rdc world playing a video you got jeremiah phillips reenacting the the situation and everybody laughing getting their jokes off on you it's like damn but there's one there's one thing that makes i think that can make it that that may have made this thing better uh for jp in a sense because i feel like jp was on the the losing that he got the short end of the stick because he did get hit and it did go get publicized and it was a bad look on him. Like, damn, you just let somebody do you like that. But one thing will make this thing better, and that's guap. That's money. That's moolah. You know what I'm talking about? If we're talking straight cash money, he just got a lot of money. I don't know if you guys seen that. I'm pretty sure you guys seen that. But JP just got a lot of money as well as Andrew Wiggins. Um, he just got a lot of money. So I don't think he's too um, caught up in that rapture anymore of the moment. I think it's done and over with. The only person that may still have some things to work on. Well, not may still have that. Definitely does still have some things to work on is Draymond Green and Steve Kerr just figuring out what the hell happened. Um, why did you do that shit to him? Um, and Draymond's been fine. We've seen it. We've seen that. Y'all seen the stat talking about like over a million in fines. Y'all seen that stat? Um, what, Draymond got fined? He got fined over. I think that fine put him over a million dollar mark in fines for his career. So he's been fined over a million dollars in his career. Okay. So they did give him like a disclosed amount that he had to pay. Okay. They didn't tell they didn't tell the media how much it was, but they fined it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even so, know that. Um that's all I all I got for that situation. I think it may have been kind of the media may have got a hold of it and made it worse than it could have been if it, everything would have been in-house. I wish it wouldn't have got leaked. I think yeah, that would have been far easier. Than hearing, oh, they got in a fight in practice. Like when you first see the news, you're like, oh, okay. Because even yeah, the wording, yeah, for sure, bro. Hearing, hearing it is like, oh, than seeing it. It's, you know, when what you I'm see it, you like, damn. But when you hear, it, it's like, what did it say? Draymond violently struck Jordan Poole in yeah, practice. He's like, oh, yeah. there's a very fight. vague, very vague <laughs> explanation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but once you yeah, see yeah, a video, you like, damn, Dre, yeah, dude, bro, I had to do that. Right. Yeah, that <laughs> so, shit crazy, bro. I definitely think it's something still salvageable, man. Those were just my thoughts. I didn't think it was a big, big deal personally. Um, me personally, I would have told him, let's go to the locker room and let's figure this out. Um, we can we can lock the doors. We're going to tell all the media, put your phones away. No cameraman in here, just us. Now, y'all can throw them hoes right here and figure that out. Or we can do this, have it as part of that, the everyday practice routine until somebody somebody gets them straight and we all cool after this. So, yeah. so this whole situation blows over. So that's just where I'm at with it, man. I feel you. Hey, man, I love it, bro. You just said a great point. You was talking about Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins getting their money. And I feel like this is the exact, this is the root. This is the main reason Draymond did this, I feel like. Not because they got the money, but because I feel like this is an accumulation of everything that's built up over the past couple months, ever since Draymond kind of like underperformed in the playoffs. Because a lot of Warrior fans were, you know, criticizing him or just even a lot of the media in general were just criticizing his game throughout the playoffs. So I feel like all that, on top of um, just hearing all the speculation about Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins potentially getting uh, an extension instead of Draymond and how Draymond, who's been on this team for 10 plus years and, uh, you know, has just been a, a very serviceable veteran on the Golden State Warriors. And they're thinking about just getting rid of him like that for two younger guys coming in. You feel me? So I feel like if you put yourself in his position and, you know, I mean, I'm not even that big of a Draymond fan, but you put yourself in his shoes and you try to, you know, think how it would feel to, you know, be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you've been on this team, you won on these rings with these guys and uh, they're about to, you think they're about to give you up just because how you performed in the, the most previous playoffs and then the most previous finals. So 
I don't know, bro. I, I feel like that's kind of, I don't think it was just something in the gym that just instantly happened that, that was like Draymond instantly wants to punch him. No, I don't think it was something like that. I don't, because if it was basketball related, like like you said, bro, we all get into competitive moods on the court. Ruffles, yeah. yeah, we bump it. We bump heads a lot. You know what I'm saying? We always bump heads, but it's like, at the end of the day, you don't see no one throw a punch like that. You know what I'm saying? Like even at King's Court, you get into it, but bro, that, that punch, that's um, just, that's just I think personal, I'm, bro. I ain't going from what I've seen on the basketball court, I have I've seen some fights that I mean we we I don't know if we've if y'all have heard it before, but I've heard people go get my gun. They're ready to kill somebody over what happened on the court. So yeah. to say that, I think to that extent it is really not that bad, in my opinion. I've seen people talking about go get my gun, go get my gun. And I'm like, Yeah, but about the thing to, is about bro, we're talking somebody. But we're talking about the NBA, bro. This ain't just like some pickup game. You know what I'm saying? This is a lot different. And yes, you are 100% right. Like people do butt heads and shit. But like even like say me and you guys were hooping and we got into it. I don't think one of us would strike each other over a basketball game, bro. Because I mean, at the end of the day, it's really not that important. But like like I said, bro, you put yourself in Draymond's shoes. There's money involved. There's yeah. millions involved. Draymond, hey, Jordan, Jordan Poole just got a $140 million extension. Imagine how that feels looking to Draymond, you know what I'm saying? He wants his extension. He wants a max deal for his last deal potentially in the NBA because, I mean, let's face it, he's like mid-30s. He probably isn't going to – this is probably going to be his last contract that he gets, you feel me? So the fact that he sees these two young guys coming in flourishing, kind of, you know, get getting that contract that he was supposed to get, I mean, imagine how he feels, bro. I mean, that punch, it, that punch just didn't look like it was something that happened that day. That looked like something that kind of built up over – a couple months, if you know what I'm saying. Hey, but to gauge, in my opinion, to gauge off, like, damn, that punch had some years of aggression behind it. I don't know if he can do that. No, I said months, though. But, bro, like like I said, bro, like, you look at the punch, he used his lower body. It's not like he just struck his fist down. Like, he he, he put some force into that. It's not like he just sucked a punch him. No. Hey, he, he, did, was, he, did lean, he did lean into that. I'll keep it real. He leaned into him. And, like, you know, when you lean into something, you're really trying to, like, you trying, trying to get your you trying to get your weight off, but I just think if you even look out Draymond, there's an interview. I, I I can't tell you exactly what interview, but when he started at when he played for the Spartans in college, mm-hmm. um, he was like, uh, I'll, I'll my tour the day I came to tour to school, I go in there to watch a practice and guys is going at it. They they fight. He like, yeah, this is my type of crowd. And Draymond's just a like, even you've seen it on the court. He's a what do we call him, bro? Damn, I forgot the name. A minister society. <laughs> no, but no, we say no. We got it. Was it a hood baby? baby? No, I'm just playing. He he it's like Dennis Schroeder. Them boys that ain't never had nothing, bro. He like one no, of them. Yeah, for sure. Now, yeah, we, get, we know how he gets down on the court. That's just Draymond. Yeah, but you can't be punching people in the face, bro. Like that's the thing. You feel me? Like that's that's my main thing that I'm getting to. Like. We know how Draymond, how he uses grittiness to be effective on the court, and it, it sometimes it helps him. A lot of the time it helps him. But I'm saying, like, this is his teammate. And, like, like you said, bro, we butt heads and shit on the court. But have you personally ever seen someone get knocked out on the court over a game of basketball? You've seen someone just be laid out like that, knocked out? I mean, I can't say I can't say how long they were locked out, but I've seen I've seen lit busted. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that I've works. Seen- but I'm – but I'm talking about Jordan Poole's case because we've seen his ass fall to the ground instantly. Like, it's not like he just was, like, getting back up, about to punch him. You know what I'm saying? I feel like for it to be a scuffle, it has to be two people actually scuffling. 
not someone just coming up and hitting you in the face and then it's just like oh, i've seen that on the basketball court bro couldn't preach to it yeah. it was a it was a we both seen it we seen it watching and bro turned around and just bow bro like he was backing them down i don't know what was being said they were kind of jabbing back and forth throughout the game and he turned around and just boom i was like damn and me personally i've been in some situations where i was like okay bet that shit next play i'm not even trying to score the ball i'm trying to hit you you know what i'm saying to you I mean, I, I get that. Like, well. yeah, in-game competitiveness, I get that. But, like, this was a punch outside of the – like, outside of a game. I mean, you watch the but, footage. They're not even in a game. We even, if we watch the footage, or though – Or a scrimmage. If we watch the footage, though, we don't – we all we see is the, what, 10, 15 seconds that occurred in that clip. We don't know – we don't even have sound to hear what was going on. We don't know the context, context of that. All we know is Draymond hit bro in the face. Mm-hmm. And, like – and it was over. We don't know if they was going at it for – practice we don't know yeah but you can kind of we all know draymond told him uh draymond told us that jp jp be talking crazy and yeah i can see jp talking crazy crazy. yeah but they both talk crazy bro that's the thing don't that sound like a bad mix (laughs) honestly bro we don't really need to see the or hear the audio because i mean you could watch the visuals none of them are really using that much of aggression when they were talking like if me and you were getting into it like very very intensely i'd be like yo what the fuck you know what i'm saying you're using your hands and shit but that's not how it was going. They were just talking back and forth, just competitive. And even your guys' GM and Steve Kerr said nothing was being said. Steve Kerr came, even uh, Steph Curry was in Jordan Poole's defense. Like, nothing was being said about their contracts. It was just all basketball-related, you feel me? But basketball so, will do – that's my point, though. Basketball will do that. Like, even if you look no, at – real right, shit. No, I the get worst that. Side, worst fights I've seen, there was no contract. Nobody sure. getting paid for none of this. We just that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's the root. That's the root of all of this, bro. Draymond is mad because he did. He's not getting that extension. Pretty much is all I'm trying to say. I don't know if that's the case. I feel like that may or may not. I be mean, what else would it? What else? Most common factor, though, bro. It got. To, and honestly, you, you think that's a yeah. factor, though? Y'all saying that's a factor, but we don't know that. And you don't know if you don't know if uh, JP said some slick ass shit. And Draymond was just having a bad hey, ass bro, day that day. Hey, to Coop's point, bro, let's look at the film, bro. Watching that film, because that's that's my main takeaway when I first watched it. I was like, damn. And hold on. Before we get into that, did you guys – bro, did you guys hear the interviews from your guys' GM? I forgot dude's names. Uh, Steve Myers. Curry even got – Bob Myers. Yeah, bro. They all literally came in Jordan Poole's defense saying that nothing crazy was being said. It was all basketball talk. Like, Jordan Poole wasn't saying. Like, it's basketball talk. Basketball talk That's my point. do that shit, though. I that's think we're agreeing on the same. Listen, because I'm saying that's it wasn't about the it's about the money though. That's what that's why Jordan Poole was. If mad. he was they talking, talking about bread though, but I'm talking about okay. What was you saying, bro? Look, if he's talking about bread, then that's yeah. that's one thing to say. Oh, that's, he's mad about the bread. But if we talking basketball, I've seen that, lose it over yeah. basketball thousand times. No, you but know I'm saying, saying no. That's what I'm saying. They were talking about basketball in the practice. It was bas- It was competitive basketball talk. But I'm saying the root of Draymond's punch. Was all of this anger built up from him potentially not getting his extension? I think that's, that's a stretch, bro. Okay, I guess I we'll have to see at the end. I mean, bro, really? I, mean, I mean, both of y'all are wrong. It can't be proven, but it can be proven that that was why. But, bro, let's let me go ahead and, and, and kind of refute, refute all the points that you were just saying, bro. You were talking about how we fought when we was kids, bro. Keyword, we was little ass kids. We was out there. We didn't know how to control our bro. Mind. Bro, I've seen grown men fight, and it's been bro, but let's say this, though. But all right, I, I understand what you're saying, bro. But let's listen. When we watched grown men fight, where was we at? We was in the hood. Bro, us, we we was raised in the hood, but we don't act like that. You feel me? We know how to we know how to control our emotions. If we were out hooping, us three, we all we hoop all the time, bro. We're out hooping and we get into it, we're not gonna just haul off and bunch with one of 
one of one of us. We're not gonna. That's what you. I'm saying, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. That that right, was built you, up aggression. Like, oh, that's some bullshit, bro. But <laughs> that was built up aggression. But that's us, bro. You said you said we're not. That's dumb. Like you put the the keyword is weird. We're not Draymond though. We're not that, exactly. We're that's not my him, point. Bro. And then that's what, my point. So back, back to the point, bro. That Coop's trying to make, bro. We're talking about professionals. I understand. I'm not going there's to money on the line, bro. There's money. Place, but we're talking about professional basketball. Players. And I think if anybody, if there's anywhere to fight, I'll be fighting at a professional. This is not Central Park. You're not hooping. Well, okay. Park, Can I ask you guys a question? So after Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins just got their extension, Trey, do you think Draymond is about to get his max deal? His max deal at the end of the year? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. After there's that no way situation, they can. I would there's say no way I was, they can. Bro, there's no way they can. They paid say, Curry. They paid Clay. They got they, and they still have to even pay like even, and Kaminga, bro. even speaking hypothetically, if they had all the money in the world, yeah. I don't know if he would still get that because you're that's now crazy. you're now you're hitting players. Yeah, and like that's deemed as like that's my look point, at, bro. That's like, deemed as bad for those yeah. guys. But let's, in bro, my opinion, I pay him. Let's stop trying nah. to defend. Like, we can't defend Draymond no more, bro. Like he's been defending no, we can't. a million times, bro. What are we defending about? There's nothing to be defended. Because I watched how Draymond acted after this whole situation, bro. And I was, I'm just going to say it, bro. Draymond's a hoe, bro. I, I respect Draymond. Actually, I don't know if I can say I respect him. for what, though, bro? But Draymond's a hoe, bro. But for one, you punch JP. Bro, that's not a fight. You stole off on, bro. That's not a fight, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's a sucker fight. A stole off is crazy, bro. They facing each other, bro. I respect look, it, bro. Look, 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 look. look. Stole off is crazy, though. You got to have your hands on, but you did steal, bro. He pushed, bro, and then he All hit right. him. A right, steal is like you don't know what the fuck is going on. JP, he should have had his hands ready, but I don't think Draymond. If you, hey, you push somebody, but yeah, you, hold, hey, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No one expected Draymond to punch him. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you, look, look, look here. If you hit somebody, male or female, what's the expectation? You push, hit, shove. What's the expectation for their response? You would expect someone to hit you back, whether it's a push, a bro, shove. Draymond uh, was out okay, there for UFC four though. That's what I'm saying. Bro, you saying like you saying like Jordan Poole was on? He just Jordan Poole was just standing there. And Draymond just pow. He pushed yeah, basically, him. Basically, his arm pushed his him. Arm. Hey, bro, for the me, push started everything. For me, pushed, pushed him. Yeah. If if somebody walks up to you like that and hops in your face, like putting your forehead to forehead, bro, I'm that's like a so that's you don't like expect it. You know, if someone walks up to you that you're not on guard, is that what you're saying? But JP, so exactly my point. So stop saying he stole him. It was a fight. I mean, he did though. He did steal him because no one in the gym expected that, bro. You look at Patrick Baldwin Jr. Where was he looking? He was looking at Steve Curry. Where was Steph Curry looking? Nobody he was looking at Steve. Nobody expected no type of observation, bro. I don't That's know. What but if someone pushes you, if someone pushes you, where are you looking? Let's ask. No, what? Hold on. Let's, bro. What does it say about Draymond though? Like his first many altercations as he's got in, no one even expected him to punch. No one expected him to punch pool. That's why Curry was towards uh, towards Kerr, and that's why in the practice. That's, that's why saying, if you no, if you, you bro, don't catch every fight you on the basketball. They, I've been in so, fights. Hold on, hold on. People so you don't think they, next on. to me. So you don't think they heard him? You don't think they heard Draymond and Jordan Poole griping? And even a coach walked up to them to make sure they were cool. But no one else in the whole entire gym had any of them did anything, bro. That's what I'm saying because no one expected him to actually punch him. Not even Jordan Poole, bro. And that's well, what I'm saying. But so you don't expect someone if they push you. Your expectation is he's just going to put – if I push him, his expectation is he's just going to not do nothing to me. If I mean, you push somebody – NBA fights, bro, that's what they do. They just push. No, bro, let me put it like this, bro. bro. If someone comes into practice. my face like – bro, let me just put it like this. If someone comes into your face like that, of course you're going to create space because they're all up in your face. It's not like – bro, that's just kind of like a get back. That's not – 
It's not even. I mean, it, like folks just defend Draymond at every single time. Well, how are we defending him? We telling you what it is. We didn't say. Oh, hold on. Let's let's get back what to is the. the what, what are we defending him uh, about though? Let me ask you hey, that. Hold on. I think we got to get back to the main question, bro. Because we said it wasn't like. What's the question? I don't like that shit. I think if this relation, yeah. Which hold on. Let's get back to that point because at the end of the day, I do think it is because like Trey said at the beginning. There's money involved. And when, the time. and when Jordan Poole gets $140 million to be teammates with Draymond Green no again, more. that's what I'm that's my point. But I'm saying the altercation was because of that. That's what I was just saying. That was my thoughts about it. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I think it was months built up, bro. I could with Draymond again is if we just got fair ones off, bro. That's real. Yeah. I'm not yeah, real shit. lick off on me like that and just act like ain't shit happened. Bro, didn't I say that shit, bro? We can go in the locker room, shut the door. It's just us two. Hey, we, hey, we us never two in a, in a third man, bro. <laughs> if, Steve Kerr, if Steve Kerr really about that, if Steve Kerr really about that, though, if Steve Kerr is really about that, he'll say, Dre and JP, come holler at me right quick. Nobody else. Y'all can continue getting y'all shots off, get y'all working. Come holler at me right quick. We close the locker room and it's just us three in there. Go ahead, get y'all shit off. And then yeah. after five minutes, it's done. Leave that shit alone. If y'all wanted to run it back tomorrow, go do that. They'll have a, a good season still, bro. They'll be straight. They have yeah, that's a good team. They're gonna they be nice regardless. They have some of the best players in the league, bro. They'll be fine, bro. Great coaching, great organization, bro. So I'm really not too worried about the words, man. But like this is just an interesting situation to kind of keep an eye on. For sure, bro. For sure. Right, cool, bro. I'm gonna let you go ahead and tee up this next. Okay, man. Hey, man. We got something a little special for y'all that we did last year, man. Something called contenders or pretenders, man. So Pretender. NBA. Yes, sir, bro. It's it's one of the best segments, man. I'm serving. So hey, man. We got the NBA season starting here in about four days on the twentieth. So I kind of just want to get you guys' thoughts and opinions about if you guys think these teams are contenders or if you guys think these teams are pretenders. You know what I'm saying? Right before the NBA season starts, man. So. Um, I'm just going to throw out a team, man. Let me know what you guys think uh, of the roster. You guys think they're going to be contenders, pretenders, uh, whatever you guys is feeling about them. So the first team, I'm going to just say the Atlanta Hawks. Mm, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go right now. I'm going to take contenders, bro. Just because they got a squad over there, man. They made the Eastern Conference before. And then they just added DeJounte, man. So let's go ahead and rock out. Okay, but actually, before we get into this, should we – dissect what a contender and what a pretender is so in your guys's opinion what is a contender to you guys for me bro, uh, contender is somebody that that has a chance to win, win the chip, chip next season win yeah. a chip okay okay yeah i respect that man i feel like it's that easy too um damn with that, with that being said bro i'm gonna go ahead and go with pretenders doing with Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say pretenders too that's me personally the, yeah, there's, only, there's only like a handful of teams that we really think if we keep it in a buck yeah. i don't think atlanta's gonna win Winning. I'm sorry. Pretenders. Pretenders. I feel it, man. I'm gonna probably have to go with pretenders too, just because, like you said, bro, they do have a nice squad. Dejounte and Trey Young. That's gonna be a. That's gonna be people fun. are sleeping. It's gonna be fun, bro. And I feel like Dejounte Murray's kind of what the Atlanta Hawks needed, bro. When it comes to that defensive backcourt, you know what I'm saying? Just because, like, he's lanky. He's got long ass arms, and I mean, shit, he can facilitate that ball. So Trey Young doesn't have to be like the primary ball handler. Yeah, bro. So it, it just takes the pressure off them a lot. But I'm gonna have to say pretenders, at least for this season, just because, like, bro, the, the league is stacked right now. But uh, for the next team, man, what about how y'all feeling about the Boston Celtics, man? I'm gonna go with contenders. Contenders. I gotta give them the respects. I'm gonna go even without MA. I'm gonna go contenders. Yeah, bro. Just the fact that they were in the NBA Finals last year and they got better. I know they lost their coach, bro, but just off that simple fact alone, you got to be a contender. For sure. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely got, see where y'all coming from. They got Blake, 
Blake yes, sir. Crazy. BG32. Yes, sir. No, that's the man right there, man. Hey, shout out to Blake Griffin, Mr. 91. I don't know why they gave him that janky ass number. That shit kind of pissed me off. I was like, bro, that's disrespectful. I but uh <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's like some shit the last player on the roster wears. That shit disrespectful as hell, but Hey, Blake, nah, bro, carry your child, too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, bro. This man really trying to blame KD. said that was his kid, bro. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no, bro. You can just yeah. tell by the hair. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, bro, it's crazy when I seen that. I said, damn. <laughs> bro, Blake Griffin's wild as fuck, bro. Hey, man. I'm to track, though, bro. It's the next team. No, real shit. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the Celtics, they looking good. But the next team, bro, uh, is an interesting team. I feel like a lot of people are kind of – regressed on them since last year over the previous years and that is the Miami Heat. How are y'all feeling about the Miami Heat this year, man? Uh Miami Heat put up. every year I'm gonna go with contenders, but they there every year. Yeah. I no, think it's, so it's too. safe to say. It's yeah, safe to say, bro. That's it's because it's like they lost people, right? But it's like we always know the Miami Heat to be that team that somehow finds a diamond yeah. in the rough and then they fuck <laughs> it. Like Max Struess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's they just crazy, end up there yeah. somehow. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird as hell, bro. I mean, they lost PJ Tucker. Um, Kyle Lowry's looking like he's in shape. Tyler Hero just got a bag, and uh, he's probably going to be a starter. So we're just going to have to see what this team can do. You know what I'm saying? But they definitely did lose some depth. But uh, I'm going to have to say contenders just for the same reason you guys said, man, because they always find that diamond in the rough, and I Actually, feel like they're going to accept. I got to change my answer to pretenders, bro. Oh, really? I got uh, pretenders, bro, because they don't, I don't think they have a legit chance to win the championship. They'll contend, but they don't have a legit chance. I feel you. I, I don't bro, have that's hard for me. I feel you. It's just hard for me to count Jimmy Butler out, bro. Like, ever since that bubble and, like, since then, like, he's all, he's balled out, bro, except that Milwaukee Bucks series. But, bro, like, that man, <laughs> he'd be surprising me because, like, he don't look like he's that great in the regular season, but then you get to the playoffs and he's, like, the best player or top three player in the playoffs. <laughs> I got yeah, bro. Here, bro. I'm glad he Thanks, cut bro. his braids off, too. Man, them bitches were tough. I ain't gonna lie. But... Yeah, bro, you hating. Them motherfuckers was hard. Yeah, for real, bro. But uh, for the next team, man, I got a, a very controversial team. That shit that might not – who knows? No one knows what this team's gonna look like, but uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. Contenders. <laughs> this man said content. Oh, my hey, bro, God. As long as you got – as long as you got two, three, aka six on your Who's team. Who's gonna be scoring? They some pretenders. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be up like that. Man, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. shit, I'm gonna go for contenders. Who want to take rest of our hands, bro? We'll give y'all both. <laughs> that man sound desperate, bro. This shit, bro. Oh, bro. bro. Just come on, just hoop, right damn. It's always some drama and shit, bro. Oh. Yeah, he, he was completely away from the team. That's just surprised. Before, hold on. What y'all yeah, think about that, man? Like, yeah. has he ever done that before? He said I was part of his big I, I really don't. No, I never saw that. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I see him run to the side of the court, but I, I think that's usually after the huddle. Yeah, so but he was I think doing that's... his nay Like, he, him and, him and D-Pain was doing the nay Yeah, but, uh, yeah. No, see, bro, we're talking yeah. about we're talking about him being, like, he, the, whole, the, huddle. the huddle before the game, he was sitting over on the bench, like, doing whatever he was doing. I'm like, Russ, what are you what are you doing, bro? He got mad. People asked him about it. Like, no, that's my pregame ritual. Y'all blowing out of proportions. And then you seen Pat Bev try to like do the little defensive huddle or whatever. Like, hey, come on, Russ. And Russ is just Russ is just difficult for no reason, bro. He over there at half court with his hands on his knees. Like, bro, Russ, get ass out of here, bro. Uh, he locked yeah. in, bro. He locked in, bro. He locked in. <laughs> but um, let me ask y'all a question. If I if y'all had a thousand dollars to bet on the Lakers either making the playoffs. Or missing the playoffs, which one would y'all? Hey, they're make? making the playoffs, bro. I, I, I got a thousand for the make. Top five, top five, <laughs> top five. Damn, I think y'all playing area. 
Barring health, they'll be top five. Plain and I had I had y'all at the ninth seed when the season is. <laughs> well, because this is the thing. Last year, y'all overvalued the Lakers, but now this year they're getting undervalued. That's why I like You overvalued them. Y'all overvalued yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nobody, Nobody I mean. said they were going to win a championship last year. Nobody said that except for y'all. You remember what I was saying, right? You remember all the – bro, I was on Snapchat going crazy. I had hella Laker fans getting on my ass about it. I was talking hella shit. That, hey, I look, knew from the he, second they got Westbrook, they weren't going to be on shit. He knew what it I was thought, when he signed up. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Off the bench, though, like, y'all think he'll be – y'all think he'll be happy with that role, bro? I feel like this is just, like, the land and, and the inevitable, bro. Like, I don't know, bro. Is bro not, he's not a team player, bro. I'm sorry. Listen, I know we were – you know, we were breaking the teams – giving them like contenders pretenders but bro the two most confusing teams for me are the lakers and the fucking nets bro like they're either going to be decent or they're going to be ass bro or, like, there's the no in between fine, bro. the nets will be fine yeah they are bro they will be but it's like bro it, i don't know they have the talent to be fun but it's like are they actually going to put it together you know what i'm saying because it's like I, I think they will bro but um for for um Anybody that's trying to get Vic Wimbanyamba next year, bro, just trade for Russ, bro. Let him just go crazy, put up triple doubles and shit, bro. Y'all be the worst team in the league, bro. But y'all have hey, something. He might get y'all to the playoffs, bro. Hey, Russ is like that, but uh, Russ was y'all best player last year. I Watch out, Russ, bro. But he's just not a team player, bro. Like I feel like for him sure. LA is just highlighting that he's not a team player at all, bro. It's just yeah, yeah. I'm just getting tired of his shit, bro. But let's go ahead and get it going, man. Who we got next on the list? All right, man. Uh, for the next team, man, let's talk about the Philadelphia 76ers, bro. Now, this team's been looking pretty scary. Oh, Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Uh, we got like less than a minute, bro. Let's let's uh revisit. Oh, Philadelphia 76ers is a hard one, bro, because they have a, a very good squad, man. But I'm gonna go against my heart, man, because I think they'll be a great team this year. I think they'll, they'll make some noise, man, but I don't think they're contenders. I'm gonna go with pretenders on this one. Can I ask you why? Like, do you think it's gonna be injuries? Or, it's a combination of everything, bro. Because you know, like they have a they have a, a team that's consistently underperforms in the playoffs, bro. Mm-hmm. And relying on Joel and B's health is really not a, a good bet, bro. Because he always seems to have something wrong with him, bro. Like it might last year was his face; he broke a bone in his face, his knee. Yeah, he does get beat up. It's always something, man. Over the course of a season, and then you can't really rely on James Harden. I understand he said he lost a lot of weight this this season. He's locked in. But does he not? Does he not say that every year, bro? So let's go ahead and just go ahead and rock out with pretenders, man. They also got your favorite coach, Doc Rivers, over there, man. So I'm gonna go with pretenders. Yep. My man, my man. Um, honestly, bro, I'm gonna have to go with contenders because on, if you ask me, bro, this is the most deepest Philadelphia 76ers team since that uh, that team uh, we seen back in 2017 with Jimmy Butler on it, Tobias Harris, all those guys. I feel like they have the perfect amount of. Okay, I wouldn't say the perfect amount, but I feel like. They have a decent amount of uh, perimeter defenders. I feel like uh, Tyrese – or not Tyrese Maxey. What's his name? Um, I'm totally drawing a blank right now. Who? Matisse Thibel. Yeah, Matisse Thibel. That's the man. I feel like he's going to be a pretty big impact player for them. I feel like the addition of uh, of uh, P.J. Tucker is going to be big for them as well. They got Montrez Harrell. Like you said, James Harden. Um, I feel like all they really need to contend is a healthy James Harden and a healthy Joe Embiid. And I feel like – uh, with the depth they got, I feel like that would definitely help you, feel me? Because it's not like they have no outstanding backup center like that. But I feel like you throw Montrez Harrell out there with Tyrese Maxey, that's going to be a pretty good, you know, pick and roll right there. You know what I'm saying? Pick and roll duo. So I feel like uh, I feel like this is going to be a contending team for sure, bro. I mean, we've been talking about what if Joel Embiid and James Harden got together for years and now that we finally have it, 
we just have to see what it's like. You know what I'm saying? On a fresh slate, because we did see it for a little bit last year. But again, Joel B was dealing with some uh, injuries. James Harden was still kind of like, I don't know. He was dealing with his hamstring last year and he was just out of shape. So, um, yeah, man, we're just going to have to see. But I, I have the best contenders for sure, bro. How you feeling, Trey? Um, me personally, I'm gonna go pretenders. I think we've we've been down this road enough to where to know that something's gonna happen. And we talking about first and foremost, we talk about James Harden. Very, he's been very un, unreliable recently. Um, definitely a practice guy goes crazy in practice. These clips that get posted up. I'm me personally, I'm tired of the the social media hooping. Um, I haven't seen much from James Harden in a very long time. Not to say James Harden's not that, that boy, but I haven't seen that boy in a very long time, man. Um. He was an all-star last year, guys. Let's remember that. He was? But was he yeah. open, though? He was, though. I mean, even on James Harden's worst days, he's he's still better than half the league. I'd say 75% of the league, honestly. Better than 75% of the league, but is he winning chips? Because we've seen the team that he came yeah, on. We got we to gotta factor in playoff time, bro. Yeah. We, no, for sure. we see the team. Regular season of Kuba, we've seen no, the team. No, but I'm just saying you said recently. You just, you just said recently. So I was just recently, saying, like, he hasn't really been. Oh, we're comparing like, to, we're comparing to Houston James Harden that was putting up 35s. I mean, obviously, but I'm just saying. Now, if it was like, that James Harden, I'd give him pretenders or contenders right off the rip. But no, now but I'm, I'm just saying you guys were acting like the man wasn't even an all-star. That man's just, just an all-star. Bro. I didn't like, say he was no shit stick. I'm just saying, like, for me to give you contender is one thing. Do I think you're going to be competing for a title? No, I don't. I'm be completely honest. I think you're going to be competing for a spot in the playoffs, but I don't think you're going very far. I mean, I feel it. I mean, yeah, that's cool, bro. I respect what you're saying about the depth, but if those two guys, the two main chess pieces, bro, if it's not Joe and Biggie James Harden balling out, bro, then they're definitely not going to need shit in the playoffs. Well, what do you mean balling out? Because they can ball out, but it's mainly about their health. And I mean, we could say the same thing about every other contending team, even my Clippers. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the Warriors can't stay healthy, then obviously they're not contending teams. You feel me? But, I mean, I, I know where you guys are coming I, from. I understand. I'm not even talking about health at this point because we know we can pencil in James – or not James Harden, but actually, no, we could probably pencil in James Harden for some hamstring shit. He always yeah. got some all his hamstring. Yeah, there's, uh, that's what I'm saying. There's players every year that deal with something. But even if they're healthy, bro, we need to see them ball out. We know Jalen B. We can count. If he's healthy, Jalen B going to ball, bro. He's going to put for up sure. 20 and 10 sleep. But we're talking about James Harden, bro. Is he going to be – is he going to be there? Or is he going to just fade away in the playoffs, bro? Because we've seen him do this like three. No, four. I get that for sure. Now, if he's super like in Houston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's different. Yeah, no, that's going to be different. But uh, for sure, I, I still think even with James Harden being just the, the Brooklyn Nets, James Harden, where he was averaging like 24 and eight, I still feel like that could be enough. Just just I feel like it could be enough just for Joel Embiid to uh, get over that hump. And, you know, temperature. Yeah, bro. I feel like that's all Joel Embiid needs is a uh, because Ben Simmons just definitely was not it. I mean, he he was taking up the paint too. So I feel like James Harden just provides more space. But hey, man, uh, yeah, I, I have him as contenders, but we just got to see. Um, the next team we had is the Milwaukee Bucks. Man, how y'all feeling about this team? Contenders off the rip. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, sure. honest, I play. I play with them, yeah. all, man. Hey, they can take yeah. easy, bro. And then um. We got the big three. We got Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. He's going to be healthy this year. I hope he's healthy for the playoffs, yeah. man, but you can never really tell we're 82-game season. But with those three guys back, I just seen Pat Connaughton, bro, is going to be out for a little while with a, uh, mm. a catch mm. or something like that, man. Oh, so shit. Um, he's a he's an integral part of their team, man. But, yeah, like Bucks, bro, they have depth all over the place, man. They're a great team, man. So Bobby Ford is big Bobby. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got him as contenders. So I think, uh, honestly, bro, if it's not uh, if it's not 
the Boston Celtics or Philly in the finals, I definitely see uh, Milwaukee Bucks being that's that, probably the easiest one that we had on here, bro. Because that, that's easy yeah, for sure. Because I mean, you think about it, bro. That big three that they have, they rarely lose together with Chris Middleton, Giannis, and uh, Drew Holiday, bro. That defensively, that big three is crazy, bro. Like imagine, bro. I'd hate to have to play them, but yeah, they they're definitely contenders for sure, bro. Regardless, and they did just get Joe Wingles, who. Hey, man, if he's still, you know, hooping how he was in Utah, he, he might be a problem for them, you know? But, uh, yeah, for sure, for sure, bro. But uh, for the next team, man, we definitely have, like I said earlier, the most confusing team for me is the uh, Brooklyn Nets. How y'all feeling about this Brooklyn Nets team? Hey, confusion is the word, but I think we still have to go continue, though. Yeah. Bro, I, the I, let me say this, bro. I feel like y'all really, like, folks is really just kind of, like, undervaluing Ben Simmons at this point. It's like, damn, bro, I know he did have that little, all this drama around him, and he had that bad. I don't even think it's Ben, though, bro. With the 76ers that, that last season, bro, but we got to remember, Ben Simmons is that guy, bro. Like, he might not be a great shooter, bro, or honestly, I think he can shoot. He just doesn't have the confidence to, but without that being said, bro, we got to focus on what this man can do. And when you play defense for a team like the Brooklyn Nets that need a defender, I understand it's not the perfect team. It's not this flaw, bro. It's not put together. It wasn't put together organically. It was kind of forced, but, bro, I think this is going to be a great team. You got Kevin Durant. Let's not forget what he did. I understand y'all don't want to go back to the past, bro. Let's not forget forget what he did, bro, the season before this last disappointing season, man. Bro went toe-to-toe with the Bucks, put up 49-point triple-double. Just add Kyrie in there. We know he's a flake, but if he's if he's there this season, bro, add Kyrie. That's the problem, bro, for me. That's add, the problem. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We, I'm going to go. I'm just not COVID. Cause yeah, bro, that's a hard team. You don't, you can't really rely on a lot of those guys, bro. But I'm just gonna go contenders for the simple fact. That, no, for sure. I, I can't even argue that. I, I can't even be mad at you saying that, bro. Because it's like, yeah, on paper, bro, this team should be contenders, right? That's what we all think. But it's like, get a lot of people in trouble though. Now on paper, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even I mean, you could even go back to that Clippers team. Even though I don't think we were a fucking super team, we had a, a you know two stars with a well put together roster. But you have three All NBA players on this team plus. Royce O'Neal, TJ Warren, they got they brought back Nicholas Claxton, they got Seth Curry, Joe Harris, bro, like this team is deep as hell. The other, uh, Markeith Morris, like this team is deep and I definitely feel like I should put them as contenders and I probably will, but it's like, bro, every, I just, it's hard for me to ignore everything that's happened over the past two years, you know what I'm saying? With Kyrie and the COVID situation, with what just happened this past offseason with KD in the front office, like that shit was weird. I had never seen anything like that. I haven't either. Hey, yeah, that, in sports, I've never, I've never seen something like that. That shit was concerning as hell. But like we say, bro, these guys are talented. They might be able to put it together. So I'm, a, I'm gonna just say contenders, bro. But it's hard. It's, it's like up in the air for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say contenders. But you put a lot of emphasis on Ben Simmons, and I don't even think Ben Simmons is the worry. It's the two guys, the two, the I feel two. Like everything, everything. You know what I'm saying? Accumulation. Are you about to say it does KD and Kyrie? I think it does, bro. It's, I think it's, it's all of them. But when have we ever been worried about KD hooping? That's, that's not the problem. That's but the problem. we've been worried about KD and like just their commitment to that team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that. I see where you're coming from. from the, yeah, no, Taz, you right there. Like KD, he's KD's not, gonna hoop. Yeah, yeah, KD's gonna sure. hoop. But just like their commitment, like are they gonna halfway through the yeah. season say, "I went out, I'm not playing anymore"? Because like, yeah, no, for sure. There was something that stuck out to me last season that Kevin Durant said. Um, you, you guys remember when they went on like that 11 game losing streak, and he was like, and he was hurt during that losing streak, but he said he was like. I mean, I know I'm out right now, and I know I'm Kevin Durant, but even with me being out, we shouldn't be losing these games like this, even with me being out and shit like that. So it's kind of like stuff like that. I just feel like he takes kind of shots at the team. And just this past offseason, 
we just seen what happened. I just feel like they're not trustworthy. You know what I'm saying? Like they're talented. They can get buckets, but it's just like, damn, are they actually going to want to grind a full 82 game season? You know, that's a legit. You know what? And I think, I think I'm going to put all my, like, all my, my concerns and everything like that aside for the simple fact that it's Katie and Kyrie. Yeah, like, see, that's what I'm saying. If we're just talking do it. They basketball, do it. those are two guys. If they just say, fuck it, let's hoop, yeah. it's over with. <laughs> it is, bro. If they it's lock in, if they lock in, and that's the problem, if they lock in, bro, it's, <laughs> it's the if. I, I'm yeah. A, yeah, bro, I'm going to just say contenders, but it's, bro, it's so up in the air. That's why I had them when I ranked, when I made my standings, I put them at the seventh seed because I just, I don't know. I put them just right in the middle. So, yeah, I respect it. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Contenders, 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 man. Hey, with that talent, it's just kind of hard to say not. But uh, for the next team we have, man, is a very interesting team that made a decent amount of moves. And uh, it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. How are we feeling about this team, man? You guys think these guys can contend for a championship this year? Ah, uh, damn, bro. Like, this is a team I'm super excited about, bro, just for the simple fact that they added Donovan Mitchell. And then we got Darius Garland next to him. I'm super excited about that. Evan Mobley, bro. They have a, a lot of a lot of players that are are going to be good this year, but a lot of players that we were talking about. But first, I have to see them actually make a run first to say they're contenders. But right now, I don't think I don't think they can make a run for the championship right now. I got to see it first, bro. Hmm. You know what, bro? I think I'm a I'm a. Initially, I want to say no. I want to say no very bad. But I think now that the more I keep seeing the the images of you know Donovan Mitchell every time he loses, he looks sick as hell after after they lose. Um, I think that's a chip, man. That's a chip that he puts on his shoulder, bro. So I think I could see them. Do I want to say contender? I don't know. It's hard, bro. but I think it's they can tough. go pretty far, bro. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I'm, bro, I'm super high on this team. But the thing is, bro, it's just like they're super freaking young. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm, for right now, I'm going to have to say pretenders, but I feel like maybe next year, maybe if they, you know, get more get some chemistry. Experience. Yeah, more experience. You know what I'm saying? With Evan Mobley, you got Darius Garland, who's, bro, he's looking like, a top three playmaker in the league. Like he was fucking the league up when it came to They got a lot of talent year. over there. Real shit, real shit, yeah. bro. And like Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. And I feel like you put a player like Evan Mobley by um, Donovan Mitchell, who's more of a versatile defender than Rudy Gobert. But I think that's a recipe for disaster because as great as Rudy Gobert was, he isn't someone that could step out on the perimeter and guard someone like- Hey, bro, uh, hey, bro. Uh, hold on, hold on. I can't let you get away with that, bro. It's like every time you get a chance to slight Rudy, Rudy that you slight Rudy. No, I do, bro. I, yeah, you're right. I don't. I didn't even realize that, bro. Every time I, I talk about another big man, I'll be on Rudy's ass, bro. Damn, I didn't even realize that. But no. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm gonna just exclude Rudy. I feel bad. I'll be. I'll be picking on him. But real shit, bro. I feel like I feel like Moby's a way better defender. Like when we talking about overall versatile defender, but yeah, yeah. No, I'd, for right now, I'd have to say pretenders, but, like, in a year or two, bro, this team's going to be fucking filthy, bro. Like yeah, They're young. They're young. Yeah, for sure, bro. For sure. Who we got next, man? Who we got next? Oh, man, the next team, man. I feel like uh, we have to talk about uh, – this is a tough team for me. It's kind of just like the, the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's the Toronto Raptors, man. How y'all feeling about this team? They're still a young team as well. Uh, I'm going to go with pretenders, bro, just because I don't think they have, like, a, a... – I don't, I don't think they have enough that championship like expectation and they don't have that piece. I mean, yeah. they have great players, but like yeah, for sure. To make a championship run, you have to put it all together. I'm not seeing that yet. Maybe I'm missing something, but I'm just not seeing it, bro. So I'm gonna go with pretenders. I feel you, bro. I'm going second that they're pretenders for sure. Yeah, and for, for right now, they they are pretenders. Obviously, they have great talent, Scotty Barnes, Pascal. Uh, they have uh 
Fred. They have yeah, yeah Fred. Yeah, yeah. even uh, Gary Trent, bro. They have a nice uh, team over there. They don't have that like, guy though. No yeah, disrespect. That guy. No, no, that guy. That's what I was thinking too, bro. Like they don't have that dude where it's just kind of like that Paulo. You know what I'm saying? If you have that Paulo, yeah, you know what I'm saying. A the guy. They don't like, have that guy. Know, yeah, just that you know what I'm saying. They have, they have, they have, they have those guys, though, no, bro. Because we seen you and Kawhi went over there. What happened? First yeah, year. yeah, bro. No, for sure, bro. They, you they Kawhi back. Yeah, bro. They did that, bro. That'd be crazy, bro. I ain't gonna lie. But um, we are gonna smoothly transition over to the Western Conference. We already talked about the Lakers. I don't know why I brought them up, but uh, yeah, we already talked about them. So let's go ahead and uh, talk about the Denver Nuggets, man. How y'all feeling about this team? With Jamal Murray returning, yeah, I'm gonna give them, I'm gonna give them contenders, bro. I think they they got a they got a fighter's punch. If you piece, That's what I'm saying. They got that piece, bro. They got 15. they got that fighter's punch, Dude, bro. If, they if you let them hit you, they gonna hit you. <laughs> no, they, bro. That team, yeah. I think everyone up here has them as contenders, just because like you look at the roster, just like what Jokic brings to a basketball team and a, a winning basketball team. Let alone, it's just like. It's crazy, bro. Jamal Murray, you have two of some of the, you know, better scores in the league alongside uh, Jokic. That's crazy, bro. And then they went ahead and added KCP. They got uh, Bruce Brown, a great perimeter defender, which I feel like that's exactly what they needed. So, yeah, bro, when I when I ranked uh, when I ranked him in the standings, I'm had him at the number one seed. So that's how high I am on him. So, yeah, but for the next team, man, we got the Golden State Warriors, man. I feel like I already know what everyone's going to say. How y'all feeling? Ready champs, bro. I feel yeah, like it'd be champs. almost it'd be almost disrespectful to say they're pretenders, man. Them boys is contenders. Talk to me. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say they're pretenders just because of what happened with the Draymond or the Draymond situation. No, I'm just playing. But no, <laughs> this is crazy right here. <laughs> no, I'm playing, but no, even with the Draymond situation and shit, uh, I still have these guys like a contending team. There's just no way around it, bro. Like, yeah, there's just no way around it, bro. As long as you have Curry, Clay. Jordan Poole, them guys that just came off a chip, you good. But uh, for the next team, man, we got my Los Angeles Clippers. Man, how y'all feeling about this team? Contenders. 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 No, I'm playing. <laughs> and that boy John Wizzy Wall came over that month because okay. he's still start hooping, bro. So <laughs> no, I'll give him contenders for sure. I swear to God. But, uh, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm going to have to go to that contender route too, bro. I mean, for obvious reasons, but, like, just the depth, bro. Like, these guys are, squad. like – 10 to 13 guys deep pause. That's a squad. On that. uh, <laughs> yeah, hold on. I had to put a pause on that. That shit sounded a little, little hey, crazy. Bro, but, uh, team, but they said Reggie Jackson is going to be starting this year, too. Yeah, I've I seen that. Off the bench. That's the, yeah. Coming off the bench, Wall? John yeah, Wall? they said, yeah, I've seen that. And that's I feel like scary, that's, though. John that's, Wall scary, bro. That's, that's scary, bro. You have John Wall coming off the bench. That's and Norman Powell. Cool. Norman Powell with Robert Cummings. That's a starting lineup right there. That's a starting. But that squad, bro. Yeah, it is, bro. That shit's scary, bro. I ain't gonna lie, but man, I seen Tyron Lue talking about who he wanted to be the starter. He said, "Man, it's a tough decision, and it's a problem you want to have." But it's he just says he has to see. But I think, I think Reggie grabbed that shit. So good for that man. Good for that man. But uh, for the next team we got, man, there's a disappointing team that just came off a pretty disappointing year. The Phoenix Suns, man. I mean, they they won sixty plus games. They did everything they were supposed to in the regular season. But uh, you guys, you know, the rest is history. So how y'all feeling about this team? Yeah, but this even based off like just the energy they coming up coming with, easily pretenders, bro. Yeah, it's tough, bro. It's it like is. the energy is not even the same. Like, it, like you can even see, like I don't know what it what happened. Yeah. I can't tell you what happened and where it happened, but something happens. Whereas it's like, damn, this team ain't the same team we seen competing. Was it not even two two years two seasons ago. Yeah, you know what I'm bro, saying? Last, yeah, bro. 
This shit was crazy. It was in the finals against the Bucks. Uh, yeah, bro. Man, it's tough. I'm gonna go, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with contenders still, bro, just because with that core, bro, that they have. I don't. That's what I'm saying. That was kind of tough to to kind of account for the chemistry, bro. With that core that they have, bro, that's a great ass team, bro. They won 60 games last year, bro. You don't just accidentally win those 60 games, bro. So oh, you don't. If they can go ahead and get stuff kind of kind of fixed a little bit, man, just kind of mend some relationships, bro. I think they'll still be a contending team. Now, Chris Paul is 37, 38 now, bro. He getting up there in age, but but I don't know what diet Chris Paul been on. But it seems like he aging in reverse, bro. You're on that, t- that TB12 shit, bro. Man, oh, God. Dunking in the All-Star game and stuff like that, bro. So I'm not necessarily too, too worried about him getting older. But, bro, I just think it's still – He on that Ridge Paul LeBron, like, right? Look, like, you going crazy, man. Like, contenders for sure, bro. Yeah, I agree with you, bro. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, bro. Like, these, this team did just win 60 games. And they pretty much do have the same uh, roster intact regardless of how they feel about each other. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like just with the talent uh, – Alone, bro. Yeah, this this team is going to be contending. Oh, they don't have them. Jay Crowder. Yeah, they might lose Jay Crowder, but I mean, yeah, even uh, still, bro, I feel now. like this guy's about the same, right? Because I feel like Cam Johnson and uh, and um, Mikael Bridges is going to be, you know, I feel like they're going to, you know, take Dude, that role. They actually look like they don't they don't miss no corner threes. <clears throat> yeah, the hell of consistent, bro. You know, Bridges, mm-hmm. one of the best defenders in the league, bro. Hey, shout out to them guys, bro. I, I still got belief in them. Man, so, I feel I feel it, man. But okay, the next three teams we have are pretty interesting teams to talk about, man. How are y'all feeling about the New Orleans Pelicans this year for a championship? I'm excited, bro. Yeah, I'm excited too. But I don't know if I can deal with contenders. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm going for contenders for right now, bro. Unless they maybe when we do this again midseason and they change my mind, bro. I'm going Mm -hmm. for for right now. I feel it, bro. I definitely, I definitely feel it. But honestly, I think me personally, bro, I'm gonna go with contenders. I'm gonna just give them it to them because. Bro, the last year, that first round, I think they took the Phoenix Suns to five or six games. Bro, they looked nice as fuck. Like, Brandon Ingram was looking like a all-NBA player. Like, he was looking like – just with his numbers alone, he was one of the best players in the playoffs that played last year. And I feel like you add Zion on top of that with just another year of experience with Jose Alvarado and all these young guys. Herb Jones, my boy Herb Jones, man, he's a fucking bucket, bro. Valanciunas, like, this team, bro, is – it's a team no one wants to go against. I'm going to just say that, bro. That's a team you definitely don't want to go against. The athleticism that they have with Jackson Hayes and Zion with the defense. Like, it's but damn, CJ bro. McCollum. Zion oh, just my God. Didn't Zion just get hurt, though, preseason? Did he? Yeah, bro. I think he, I think he had, like, a, something wrong with his, his knee or something like that, bro. You lying. That's Pretenders. why I got hurt, bro. Pretenders. I'm done. Pretenders. I, hey, I'm not I'm not even going. Hey, off, based yeah. off that news. Pretenders, bro. Yeah, well, damn, you just killed it. Why didn't you tell me that before? Yeah, bro? Yeah. <laughs> all yeah, the, all the you, like, why I'm coming back? But still, I just like, he always, it's always something with Zion, but it's oh, wow. be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm okay. I'm gonna just assume he's coming back here soon. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna still just go on that contenders thing. I'm gonna just say contenders, bro. Uh, but uh, for the next team, is a team that I don't really know how any of us are really feeling about this in Minnesota Timberwolves team, but let us know, man. How y'all feeling about them for a championship? Pretenders. Damn, bro, because they got some of my favorite favorite guys. They have, team. bro, they have a squad. Like, they, that's a team that you probably don't want to go against. But yeah, but, pretenders, uh, bro, just for the fact that, why did they have Rudy and mess up the whole? <laughs> hey, <laughs> pretenders, <laughs> let's stop it there. Well, they're finna, hey, they're finna get cooked on defense, bro. I know they think Rudy's gonna be, oh, Rudy's coming here to change life on defense, bro. No, that's not smart, bro. You already had Cat down there, bro. Just leave Cat in the paint, bro. I know he's not really a shot, shot blocker and stuff like that. Bro, he's just bro. soft. I feel like that's why they brought Rudy. Hey, exactly. Actually, exactly. a seven foot one, 
kid, I forgot if he came out of Virginia or one of these teams, bro. But he's one of the best shot blockers in the league. Why don't y'all just keep him? Why would y'all yeah, trust? That, hey, but they messed up, bro. They got rid of they got rid of Cat's big homie, bro, Pat Bev. They got rid of him, and now he gonna struggle, bro. And they should have found a way to keep Pat Bev, bro, because I feel like he really changed life for him on the team, but. I feel like they just got too ahead of themselves, bro, and then just let the process play out naturally. But they still got my guy, Ant Edwards, one of my favorite players in the league. I think he'll be an MVP in this league one day, bro. But just based off the team and roster construction, bro, and coaching, I'm going to have to go with pretenders, bro. Easy. I'm going to go with pretenders as well. But I feel like the four guys that they have, when D'Angelo Russell is your fourth best player, I feel like you have a pretty good team. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, bro. Um, I, I definitely see them being a great regular season team. With Rudy Gobert, you know what I'm saying? Because that's kind of what he does. But um, yeah, bro, just like you said, A A E, bro, A E, that man's a bucket, bro. I'm, I'm excited for the season he's about to have this year. But uh, how are you feeling, Trey? You got him as pretenders as well? Pretenders for sure. Pretenders, yeah. <laughs> I feel it. Okay, man. We got two teams left. The Dallas Mavericks, man. I'm pretty I, I like this team a lot. Contenders, bro. I like them boys. Seven, bro. Seven. Yeah. But as long as you guys, yeah, as long as you guys have Luca, automatically. Yeah. Yep. Hey, man. Hey, I remember you wasn't too high on that kid last year. I remember. Hey, bro, I, talking- I admit, if, if somebody put me wrong, I admit it, bro. He put me wrong. He a great coach. <laughs> I was going to say, because last year we were talking about him going to the Mavericks, and he was like, man, he was ass with the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> I was like, damn, bro, we got to give him a chance, man. Give him a chance. Shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah. I, hey, man. Jason Kidd, shout out to you, man. One of my favorite point guards of all time. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have him as contenders as well, just because you put – any semi-decent roster with Luca, bro, I feel like that's automatic. We just seen what he did last year. Got to the Western Conference Finals. And, I mean, with Jalen Brunson as the second-best player. So, I, yeah. Yeah, man. And I feel like people are talking about the loss of Jalen Brunson a little too much, even though they brought in three more pieces. I mean, you brought in Christian Wood. You brought in JaVel McGee, and they're getting uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. back. So, I feel like – yeah, bro, I feel like they kind of gained more than they lost. Don't get me wrong, Jalen is that guy, but – but definitely got some guys, some key guys back. But uh, for the next team we got, man, I have the Memphis Grizzlies, man. How are y'all feeling about this team that took a major jump last year? Contenders? Contenders. Contenders. I think I think, I think they have a, a, a good squad over there. But there's a little piece I'm trying to figure out about them. Um, it almost seems like they're better without Jaw, and I hate to say that. But just from a small observation, sometimes it's like, damn, their play elevates when Jaw's not in the game. And that may be a great thing for them. So when Jaw goes out, they know they're not lackluster. Because mm-hmm. um, you see teams when their star player goes out, it's almost like, damn, get them back in the game immediately. Yeah, um, I'm going to definitely say contenders because <laughs> they cook with a hot fire over there, man. But yeah. it's a dog fight nonetheless where they playing at. Um but there's just a there's just a lot to question if they can make it to. You got to question Jaw is Jaw gonna be available? Is 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 shots gonna be falling that night? Is your shooters gonna shoot? <laughs> yeah, bro. Is are they gonna sh- certain players gonna show up? Key players gonna show up? Um, just just a lot that factors into that, man. Yeah, you're not lying, bro. I I, I agree with y'all, man. I think they're contenders as well. Um, I know Triple J. He's probably gonna be gone until January, so that. I don't know how that's going to affect their uh, the record. You know what I'm saying? The first part of the season. But uh, with the team that they have, man, with Dylan Brooks, uh, uh, Desmond Bain, they definitely have a squad over there. But I feel like they kind of lost a little bit of depth with the uh, with dude that went to the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, Middleton. I forgot I forgot his Anthony first name. Melton. You said who? Anthony Melton. Yeah, okay, thank you. 
Yeah, DeAnthony Melton, man. I, that, man, I've been forgetting his name. But, yeah, man, they lost him. I feel like he was a pretty good rotational player for them. But, I mean, they all oh, they also lost uh, – fuck, who the hell was it? Kyle Anderson – or, no, Kyle – They lost him, bro. He went to the uh... – God, I'm about to say he's got a Yeah, bro, the dude with the, the musket jump shot. Yeah, yeah, bro. Damn, I'll be forgetting all these dudes. Man. He, was a, he was actually a pretty good player, though. Yeah, for sure, bro. Um, fuck, damn, that's going to bug me now. Trying to forget his name. But, um, yeah, bro, I definitely have him as contenders as well, just because, like you guys said, Ja, if he can stay healthy, that man is just a one-man show. So, yeah, man, that's pretty much it, though, for the pretenders or the contenders in the pretender segment, man. If you guys enjoyed, let it – you know what? Just let us guy. Just let us know how y'all feel about that, man. Let us know how y'all feel about uh, these contenders and pretenders. Let us know who y'all have winning the chip. You know what I'm saying? Um, or even contending for a championship because we want to know you guys' opinion as well. So, yeah, you. man. Sure. Yeah. Make sure to leave them in the comments, y'all. Yeah. Sheesh. God bless you, bro. This jump ball. You want to get this jump ball? Y'all want to get this jump ball segment going, man? I don't Let's know where the whistle went, but we gonna do oh, it anyway, virtual. Districts, you are crazy. up it goes off and it must come back down man welcome to another jump ball segment man now let's first get into our mvp you know you you know you gotta always show support to y'all man we went without y'all so i'll let you give your give your uh give the mvp for this episode man talk to us shout out to jb man um he went to emporia for a little bit man i think he i think he transferred to washburn but when I'm, I talked to him, I met him a few times, bro. You're a real cool dude. Um, now I mostly interact with him on social media, and he's always tapped in, man, always showing support, always hitting me. Like, last week, he hit me like, hey, bro, when y'all going to post an uh, episode for this week? I'm like, all right, bro, we finna get it up in an hour. He's like, all right, bro, bet. Let me know. I'm like, damn, bro, you feel like when you see people like that that are supporting and really, like, you know, when you care about your content, bro, it, it's really it's really something that's important to me, bro, and it really keeps us going, bro. So I just want to say thank you to you, man. Um, he's also on YouTube doing his thing. Um, hmm. So go ahead and check him out. I think his username is like Jamonte, but we'll go ahead and put that on here so you guys can go tap in, man. But shout out to you, bro. Thank you for the support and thank you for the love, man. It means a lot. Yeah, bro. Shout out my boy JB, man. Um, hey, that's one of the fastest motherfuckers I ever met in real life, bro. That that motherfucker's fast, bro. On the on the field. Oh God, bro. He be he be doing his thing, but yeah. Shout out my boy JB, man. He be going crazy with the cooking videos and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Make sure y'all tap into his channel, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's very, he's just a very chill guy, very energetic, and I and I just think he's funny as hell, man. So shout out to my boys Amir, and so yeah, keep grinding, man. Keep doing your thing in school. Keep whipping it up in the kitchen, man. I'm gonna keep tapping in. So all the brothers, stay up. Hey, bro, let's get some cooking content too, man. Go ahead and start posting some cooking content on YouTube, bro. I'll definitely tap in. Oh, private story on Snap, bro. I really be watching it too, like that. He really in there. Shh. All right, whipping that bitch up. Oh, good. Shout out to him, man. Yeah, man. For sure, for sure, bro. We appreciate the support, man. Coming, coming for you, man. You hitting us up, like, man. Where the video at, man? That keeps us on top of our game. It just lets us know that, man. There are people that are watching, man. There's people that wait for these episodes to come out. That's a source of motivation for sure, man. So we appreciate you support, man. Appreciate everybody supporting. And if you want to be the next episode's MVP, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Like, comment, subscribe, do all that good jazz, man. Yes, sir. Um, appreciate your support, man. Now, let's get into this jump ball question, man. Let's do it. Um, let me get right. Let me get right. Okay, man. 
bro brought to our attention. I don't know if y'all know who DJ Vlad is, but the guy that's very young, always, always noticed, but never seen, bro. He's normally behind the camera conducting his interviews and he has the interviewee um, in the, in the, in the frame. He's normally behind frame or outside the frame asking questions and things of that nature. And there's even been said that he was at a, on a computer asking the questions to an interviewee. However, DJ Vlad tweeted out, man, I'll let you get into this tweet, bro. I don't want to butcher it. Um, so I'll let you pop that tweet off, man. Hey man, shout out DJ Vlad, one of the most controversial people in hip hop, bro. Like, either you like him or you don't, bro. Um, a lot of people say he's the police, he's the feds. Police, the federal. I stand on that, man. I don't necessarily agree with it, man. But whichever. I'm a side big fan of the interviews, though. I can say that for sure, for sure, bro. He's going crazy, man. But for whichever side you stand on, man, DJ Vlad is one of the biggest people in hip hop. So he did something out just. You know how Twitter is, bro. A lot of people just, just be talking, just tweeting out whatever's on their mind. DJ Vlad tweeted, as an adult, playing video games for long periods of time is a form of depression. If you don't believe me, ask yourself this. Look back at the top 100 moments of your life and do any of them include video games? And I just thought this was a good debate to have for the jump ball segment just because we have a lot of talk about NBA players or sports people playing video games for a long periods of time and just why are they on the video game, especially if you're grown, AKA Ben Simmons, stuff like that, man. So I just wanted to see what you guys' thoughts about this and about this tweet and not necessarily about this tweet, bro, but just really about the video games in general. Let's go ahead and talk. Uh, let me jump into this first, man. Um, to say video games, I feel like in some cases, if you're playing it excessively, in the case of Ben Simmons, you're on the game for an entire day. I feel like that could potentially be a source of something um, considering that in that time he came out and said, I was dealing with this. Um, that could potentially be a source of like, I'm not saying that's just a cookie cutter answer for everybody who may be going through depression or some form of mental, mental issues. I think that just could be a result of, okay, maybe you're depressed because maybe you're on the game. So you're just a little, you're going through something, you're trying to get your mind on something. However, if you if I go back into his question, he said your top 100 moments in life. I think I can name a few of my funniest moments that have uh, revolved around the video game, man. <laughs> um, yes, sir. So I can't say that I'll be sitting at in front of a video game screen and just be playing for 24 hours straight. I don't even think I have the attention span anymore. Uh, I haven't played the game that that for real in years now. Um, you don't even be on a game like that no more for real. I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even be on the game. Like, I couldn't. The news 2K, I couldn't even tell you if how how I what team I would be code at. What what's my guys? What's the hidden gem on the game? I couldn't even tell you how the shot meter works, bro. So, um, I haven't played the game in a long time. However, I do think there are some you get some pretty enjoyable moments from playing a video game. So I don't know if that's necessarily true. Um, to say you're depressed if you're playing uh, video games a lot. But I think if you're excessively playing a video game for that long, yeah. as a grown adult, maybe you're finding something. However, I do want to get into this point, man. Um, I feel like a lot of pe older people um, look down upon video games just because there's a lack of understanding. And, and, and frankly, there's a little bit of ignorance. Um, you can have guys like Kai Sinat who streams, um, who are getting paid lots of money for playing video games. And not saying he's strictly a video gamer, but he does play video games from time to time. But just saying, look at guys like Ninja who make, who make money. Like, we're talking like six figures off playing video games. Um, so to say, to, I, I don't think it should be something that's frowned upon or looked down upon if you're really making money. But if you're just, um, in Ben Simmons' case, you have a job um, and you're not working, <laughs> it may be a sign of something. 
I mean, you're not excelling at your job as expected or you're not being the greatest at your job and you're going through stuff. It may be a sign of something, bro. Um, so I'll leave it at that, bro. I don't think it necessarily means you're depressed if you play a video game. I don't think that's how that equates. I 100% agree with you, bro. Uh, we were talking about it even before before the show when Taj brought it to my attention. I was like, I mean, off the rip, bro, I just – I don't think you necessarily have to have depression to play video games. I mean, there's a lot of people say anything or anything too good. You know what I'm saying? Too much of anything too good is, is bad, you know what I'm saying, regardless of what it is. Alcohol, it could be even like you could eat a bunch of fruit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You eat a bunch of fruit, it's good for you, but you're probably going to get sick and have the <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like – uh, you just have to, there's balance, you know what I'm saying? Balance, just like Thanos said, man, that balance, bro, that shit real. That's some of the realest shit I ever seen. In the movie, balance, bro. man. Yeah, it really is, bro. It's all about balance. And uh, I mean, just like my guy said, man, games, like this should be something you should be able to come home from after work and, you know, just take off steam for a couple hours if you want to, you know, you know, play GTA or do something, you feel me? I don't think it, it should be taken that serious. But then again, there is people that kind of resort to gaming when they get depressed, you know what I'm saying? So they get in that depressive state of mind and then they just coop themselves up in the room. And I can't even lie, I was I I experienced that as a kid, you know what I'm saying? Like I just I wouldn't really want to talk to no one. I'd just be playing my game and shit out of my own business, you feel me? So I feel like, but like you said as well, bro, like I feel like I could go back in time and find at least a couple moments in my life where it was like, damn, bro, this shit was fun as hell on the game. You feel me? Whether I was like seven or eight playing GTA San Andreas on the PS2 with my homies, uh, where we stayed up till all, you know, all night just playing. Yeah, bro. It's just the memories. You know what I'm saying? Listen to, to today was a good day by Ice Cube. You know what I'm saying? Driving by motherfuckers on GTA San Andreas. You feel me? So it's just like, there's moments I could think of that I'm like, damn, bro. Like that shit was lit, bro. I wish I could go back in that time for just a day to, you know, see how I felt again. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think, uh, I think gaming gets a little blown out of proportion, but then again, like there's people that go to the furthest extent to just be cooped up inside all day. And I just don't feel like that's healthy. First of all, I think you should be taking care of yourself uh, before anything, you know what I'm saying? Before you're taking care of your 2K My Player, make sure you're taking care of your player, you watch know what I'm saying? Watch your face, man. Yeah. Just take care of yourself, man. Yeah, bro. Go on a walk, go, go hoop in real life. You know what I'm saying? That's just, a point you make, man, um, how people can use all sorts of things as an Audi. But yeah. I guess we could honestly go on record and say being on your phone too much is a source of depression or doing this is a source of depression yeah. if we look at it in that manner. I think that's a good point that you made, man. Real shit, bro. Yeah, bro. Everything, everything has, everyone, yeah. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. No, go ahead, my fault. No, I was just saying, like, everyone has something that they resort to, you know what I'm saying? Like, people, some people smoke cigarettes, some people drink alcohol, shit, crack. Some of them could be on crack, you know what I'm saying? So it's just <laughs> yeah. like. So it's just like every everyone has their itch, their thing that they go to to just take off some steam, to take off some depression. You feel me? I feel like gaming isn't that bad, bro. There's a million and other things you could do that's way worse. Yeah. Like there's kids out here with shoot shooting real guns, real life guns. Yeah, gaming, gaming keeps folks out of trouble too, bro. That's another thing. Yeah, people yeah. keeps you out the streets, bro. Keeps you out of shit you shouldn't be getting into. You feel me? And I feel like if I, bro, personally, if I was a parent, I'd want my kid inside playing a video game than to be outside running around the street. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Just doing some hood rash that he shouldn't be doing, you feel me? <laughs> yeah, so, bro. I mean, I think I think gaming has saved multiple lives, you feel me? I think gaming has saved lives, real shit. What do you guys think about, this is a real quick uh, um, side question, but what do you guys think about mm-hmm. people saying video games is the cause for, like, uh, more violent, increased violence, like we're seeing mass shootings, people shooting, gunning each other down? You think that could be equated to 
video games, or you think that's just a fallacy that they're creating? I think it could be a part of that, bro. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it could be a part of that, but at the end of the day, it's up to the parents. You know what I'm saying? Because half these parents be letting their kids do whatever the fuck they want. You know what I'm <laughs> hey, that's a point right there, bro. Raise your kids, and they know the difference yeah, between a video shit. game in real life. Real shit, and that goes back to balance, bro. That goes back to balance. Like being a parent, you have to balance your kid. You know what I'm saying? You can't let them just be on the game all the time, seeing killing yeah. all the time in the game. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what they're gonna think. But if you balance it, give and let the. I mean, the only thing I can say about that is parents have to be parents, bro. Parents have to be parents. Yes, the gaming, I guess you could say, has something to do with it. But at the end of the day, if you're handing your kids an Xbox in a in a, in a first-person shooter, just saying, here you go, stay out of my face. I mean, what do you expect? You know raise what I'm your saying? kids, man. I think, yeah, raise your kids. I think it might play a small part, too. But I don't think yeah. it's necessarily just blame. Because I, I feel like yeah. people are lazy, bro, especially the lawmakers and people that are in charge. Oh, let's just blame the video. That's a quick out. Yeah. Let's, just blame, let's just blame rap music. No, bro, there's a much yeah. bigger cause for what's going on out here in the world, but you can't just blame one thing. That's a small yeah. thing, a small part of the situation. Mm -hmm. But, bro, we got one minute, so let's restart it, and then we'll hop back on here. All right, bro. All right. All right, man, so you guys made some very good points, bro. I think in today's society, bro, a lot of people are just way too judgmental. And me, my mom, my dad all had this conversation a few days ago about smoking and drinking, and I feel like people want to harp on people that have addictions to smoking, drinking, whatever the case may be. But I feel like we all have something that's that's not necessarily good for us, but we do it a lot or way too much. And I feel like video games bro, are, are something that gets like a lot of negative attention. Oh, video games, this, video games, that. And I feel like there's like Koopa's just looting too, man. There's a lot of stuff that you could be addicted to. There's a lot of stuff that you could overuse, man, in anything, bro. Shit, even water's bad for you if you drink too much. Yeah. So we can't necessarily just judge video games. Mm -hmm. Let's get to the point, man. The top 100 moments of, of your life, like uh, DJ Vlad said, man. Me personally, right now, my top 100 moments of my life, bro, I got I got some video game stuff in there. But when I'm 80 years old, I don't want video games to be in my top 100 moments at all. But right now, bro, growing up, I've only been an adult for, what, three years? So I still have video games in there, but like I said, when I'm 80 years old, bro, I don't want video games to be anywhere near my top 100 list, man. But we do got some good memories, man. Um, I was in the crib yesterday, man. I found a, a PS2 video game, bro, that me, my brother, my cousin used to go ham on, bro, Smuggler's Run. And as soon as I seen it, bro, I instant flashbacks to the PS2, man, going crazy. Um, also, shout out, used to be in summer camp, bro, playing Tony Hawk, man. Bro. Yeah, Tony <laughs> Skater. Tony Hawk, the skater game, bro. <laughs> hey. You talk about Draymond and Jordan Poole, bro. Now, folks is getting to it over that game, bro. I got some crazy memories, bro. But also, man, like I said about video games, I had my, my aunt used to always tell us it would turn your brain to mush. And I'm like, why do people think that way about oh. man? Um, me personally, bro, I understand where people are coming from when they say it's depression. And I feel like we got to remember in this tweet, we're talking about grown people, bro. So... I think I think Coop and my brother, I think the reason why they don't play video games as much is because you're just getting older, bro. You don't have that much time. You have a lot more responsibility, stuff that you got to do. You can't be in the crib just, oh, I got to get on 2K. I got to play the game. You can't do that as much. Me personally, I don't have as much time either, bro, to play the video game. But the fact that I enjoy playing video games, bro, is why I play. It's not because I'm depressed. I just enjoy – I enjoy <laughs> hopping on Madden, hopping online, bro, playing Ultimate Team, building my yeah. team, opening packs, stuff like that, bro. Even 2K. I'm not necessarily like, because, bro, back in the day or even a few years ago, bro, when a new 2K and Madden dropped, oh, I got to go get it. I got to go get it. Here's my $60. Just take it. Now, bro, I'm not as, like, as big into it. And it's just a part of getting older, bro. It's just like, damn, 
Cool. I'll wait till Christmas time because it's going to be half off. Okay, I'll snag it at Christmas. I don't need it right now on the drop. <clears throat> and I feel like 2K and Madden and a lot of these companies, bro, they just really, they know that people are going to buy every year. They could drop the weakest game ever. But, bro, these these idiots are going to buy it regardless, bro. So I feel like it's a lot that goes into video gaming, bro. But I don't think we should, we should like, put a negative connotation on people that like to play video games. Also, like, bro was talking about, people get paid off video games too, bro. Like, if you're really legitimately good at these video games, you can make a, bro, like, I grew up watching people play video games, and I know a lot of older people think that's stupid, but I'll hop on YouTube. I watch Cash Nasty play 2K. I watch Solo Minotti. I watch, bro, I watch these like, players play 2K. I watch them play GTA. I watch them play Call of Duty. I feel like we should just take the negative connotation off video games and really just, like, understand, bro, you could be depressed and you could be addicted to anything, bro. There's a yeah. lot of stuff that people do. You could watch a lot of TV, watch a lot of Netflix, bro, but what to what Coop said to his point, bro. As long as you're taking care of yourself, I don't really feel like you should worry about what people think about you. You doing this, you doing that, or you playing video games? For sure, bro. Really? I definitely agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I 100 percent agree with you, bro. I feel like you just I gotta feel like just mental, bro. It's just yeah, a, facts, man. Yeah, it's just gaming at the end of the day, man. And there's, bro. There's, I bet back in the day, the old people, you know, the old heads talking shit on video games. I feel like they were probably was doing some shit back then that probably wasn't. Yeah, you know, games, bro. They had what they had, Pac Man. Yes, they was throwing rocks at each other's head and shit back then. You feel me? So it's just kind of like, I mean, you pick your poison. You feel me? I'd rather, I'd rather, hey, video games, bro. Like I said, bro, that shit saved lives. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> have kids also, inside. Shit. You also talked about something too. I kind of talked about it a little bit, bro. But the moments and the the memories that it creates with yeah. people that you love, bro, people that you care about, bro. That's really what's most important. I don't think people are necessarily like. When you think back on a video game, you don't necessarily think back on like, oh, I was playing this. Oh, this game was so yeah. fun. You like, or you were in this, yeah. Like I, said, I was playing with my cousin and my brother, but we was, we was in there going crazy on Smuggler's Run, bro. It's not necessarily just about the video game. It's about, mm -hmm. damn, I remember doing this with them when I was younger. Or exactly. just bringing people together, man. Just kind of like sports. Right. It brings people together, bro. You got people that's playing online with people across the country that they never even met, but they got love for them, bro. So really? I feel like you can't necessarily just focus on a negative negatives about video games but we gotta also focus on the positives real shit yeah man real shit bro so, so hey I man i think that concludes our jump ball segment man we talked, yes, we talked a little about shout out to jb man yeah, um, shout out to everybody that support yeah. man and shout out to all the video game lovers out there in the world man definitely um definitely yeah, some great right. moments that come from that i don't think um if you if you look for the negative in something you're gonna find it however um, keep doing your thing, man. Keep supporting us. If you love the video games, keep doing your thing, bro. Ain't no shame in that. Yeah, um, that concludes our jump ball segment, man. Yes, sir, man. All right, let's go ahead, bro. I'm turned up now, bro. We got two more topics left. Let's get into this first, man. We got the French big man, Victor, Victor Wimbic. Uh, his name is super easy for me to say, bro. Like, when I first started watching Giannis, I could not say his name for nothing, bro. But Victor Wimbenyama, his yeah. name is super easy to say. Um, he has the NBA world on fire right now, bro. I seen LeBron James come out and say he's an alien. But another thing LeBron said was he's worried about his body. We're going to touch on that later. But we also had Steph Curry come out and say this man's a cheat code. We had everybody, bro. NBA superstars coming out just like, damn, bro. I don't know what I'm watching right now. He's going to light the league up, man. We, Yeah, bro, we're super excited about this guy, man. But what's your guys' thoughts about Vic Wimbenyama, man, and his impact that he's going to have at the NBA level? I believe... He's one year away. One year, okay. What you guys think about him? Um, I think, I, I think I agree with uh, the comments that I've I've heard so far from just from all the superstars. 
fluidity, moves like a guard, his size, his speed, his finesse, his body control, um, his ability to score at all levels. It's kind of ridiculous. I ain't gonna lie. Like, like you said, it's like someone you can go into a speaking of video games, you can go into a video game and make a person like him. That'd be like your dream yeah. player. Um, Real shit. Dude's crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I, I think it'd be interesting, interesting to see how he plays um in the league, how he performs. Um, I, I'm I'm personally excited to see what team he goes to. Um, I think yeah. he could change a, a trajectory of an organization from a if he went to a lower level organization. I think he could be one of those one okay, of those intellectual talents, bro. I hope just don't go, go to the Jazz. Don't go to the Jazz, please. <laughs> please go to OKC, bro. Something please else, there. please. I don't give a fuck what team it is. The Sharks. Go to the Sharks. He said the Shanghai Sharks. I'd rather you go there than the Jazz. I just playing on the same team, bro. That would be like that would be like baby Vic. <laughs> playing 10-7-2, man, but bro, my thoughts on Victor Wimbayama, man, this is just like, obviously we, we knew about him already, bro, but like the hype has not, hasn't got started yet now. He's, we're a year away, so now the hype's really rolling now, but um, he played against Scoot Henderson, bro, and I, I'm going to react to that game very soon. I'm probably going to do it after the show, man, just to kind of see what it was, what it was looking like, man. Scoot Henderson is also a dog, man, but Vic, yeah. Vic is, is, is like, like we just said, bro, creative player, but like thinking, thinking about that on 2K, you can't even make a player that big and have yeah. walks like that, bro. Just be able to finish, be able to, bro. He's shooting deep ass threes like Curry. I'm just like, damn, what's going on with this dude, man? But yeah, bro, I really just want to see what team he goes to, bro. Um, also, shout out to him, bro. I don't know if this is necessarily the smartest move, but his agent said he's not gonna, he's not gonna shut him down for the season, bro. Just because everybody's saying he's gonna be the number one pick, he's still gonna play. Um, I believe he's playing on an overseas team or something like that right now. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of agree with him, bro, because the only way you can get better at basketball is just playing it. But, like, me personally, I think if that was me, bro, I'd probably just, just kind of shut it down, bro. I don't want to risk getting hurt before my my uh, rookie season, man. Um, but, hey, that just shows that he loves the game of basketball, bro. He's also a very humble humble dude, man. I, I listened to a couple of his interviews, bro, and he's he's not necessarily letting the, the hype get to his head, which I'm – which I'm kind of impressed by. He's not, oh, I'm the best, I'm this, I'm that. He just, he just kind of got like a quiet confidence about him, man. So I'm super excited to see this man's development. Sure. Um, I'm definitely going to have to work on saying his last name, but uh, there was something, yeah, that's just hard as hell. But there's, there was something he said, actually, I was kind of cocky about uh, who, yeah. you seen what, you know what I'm talking about? He yeah. said if I wasn't born, he'd probably go number one yeah, or something like that. Hey, but cool, bro, I guess who his NBA mentor is. I'm gonna go ahead and say Kawhi. Dirt. It's Rudy Gobert, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, Rudy Gobert been training and training with him since he was like five. Uh, all right. All right. Well, I hope he's way better than Rudy fucking bum ass Gobert, but uh no, I'm playing. No, I'm playing, bro. I, like, uh, I really do be talking shit, bro. I I just I don't know, bro. It's just the Utah Jazz, bro. I just can't stand that team, that organization. But um yeah, Victor, bro. Victor, I mean, shit, bro. He's he definitely is looking like one. Like I was listening to the Bill the Bill Simmons podcast, and he was even saying like this is probably the most anticipated uh, pick since like '03, since when Braun was being drafted. You know, so uh, yeah, bro. I don't even really know what to think. Like I seen his game, I seen him play, bro. There's no way someone that big should be able to move like that. But then again, like we go back to his health, bro. I that's the main thing for me. You feel ah. me? Because like. Yeah, just like we was talking about a couple a couple episodes ago about Chet and his injury, like it's really hard for people over the height of seven foot just to stay healthy. And it's not even just yeah. like it's a basketball thing; it's just a natural life thing. Like 
being tall is harder to live. You know what I'm saying? Because you you don't have as great as balance. Your limbs give out. You're you, yeah. you're just carrying a lot more weight and shit. You feel me? So it's just like if he can learn how to use his body, same with Chet on the court, and just use it effectively without uh, potentially injuring himself. I definitely feel like he he could be like have one of the most successful. I mean, I don't know, bro. It's it's hard to say. But I just feel like I'm I'm pretty high on this dude just from what I've seen. You feel me? But that's the thing. That's all we have to go off of. So we just gonna have to see till when he gets to the league, man. So LeBron made some comments about uh, Victor Wimbiyama's body, man. Like he was just just kind of nervous about him staying healthy. This man is seven, seven four, seven five, and he weighs two hundred, yeah. bro. That's two hundred. And the reason why I keep doing yeah. it, sticking my head like that, bro, is because, like, when I watch him and I watch Chet play, bro, it just makes me feel weird, bro. Like, it makes me cringe just the base, based on how their body looks, bro. They're super tall, and they're not just tall, bro. They're huge, bro, and they're skinny as hell. And it's just, like, looks like an injury waiting to happen, bro. It's hard to watch somebody that big, that lanky, and just – That's what I'm saying. Yeah, just cringe and be nervous. But obviously, he's a great player, bro. He moves super fluid. He's not, He's not like – he's not super clunky. He's not out there running, like – a big man usually runs, bro. He's moving like, like a guard, bro. He's shooting deep ass threes. Um, Getting blocked, man. Even the KD, bro. Like I don't know why, but KD's body—he's super tall and lanky, but he don't look like that, bro. It's not when you watch KD, you don't get nervous about like, ah, oh, is he gonna get hurt? Chet and Vic's bodies, for some reason, bro, just have that like, it's kind of like an uncoordinated baby giraffe type of look to it, bro. Yeah, obviously great players, bro. But I think I think they both have potential to add a lot of weight to them as far as like muscle mass and stuff like that, bro. So. I feel like as long as they can do that, bro, they'll be fine. But uh, I'm just nervous about the injuries, bro. That's for sure. That's a, and and also if they can stay away from like freak injuries. Obviously, you can't control that. But like if like if they can, you know, learn to control their bodies in situations where it's like, you know, they're coming down. Because we see how Anthony Davis rolled his ankle last. You remember that screenshot of where it was just completely his foot. You know what I'm saying? Like if you can learn how to control your body in midair and shit like that, and just you know be better with your with your body and your movements. I feel like. Uh, it'll, you know, help them avoid injuries, bro, because these guys are big as fuck, you feel me? Like, they're taking up a lot of space. You can't just yeah. be jumping out just to jump, yeah. just to jump, bro, like. Facts. And when you're taller, bro, you're obviously a little bit more clumsy, you know what I'm saying? Because you just, like I said, you don't have the balance that someone 5'5 uh, five, five has, or, okay, that's probably a little short, but, like, 6'3, we'll go 6'3, you know what I'm saying? They don't got the same balance, you know what I'm saying? To the, so it's just kind of, it's tough, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, bro, I hope, I hope these, this guy can put on a little weight and stay healthy. But I thought that was interesting what you said about um, him missing, sitting out this next season to potentially not get hurt. And I feel like if he does do that, sit out, I feel like he should be working on his body that whole year, just trying to put muscle on. Oh, yeah. We're getting that weight room, bro. I rack some yeah. weight. But, That's um, important. But, yeah, bro, just to take out – take away all the, the, the worries and concerns and stuff like that, bro. This dude, man, he's insane, bro. And I'm just really trying to figure out where they're creating these dudes at, bro. Like, it just seemed like every year there's another, like... The fuck they putting in these kids' food. That's what I'm saying. They got to, like, create it. They got to have it created, bro, in a lab or something, bro. Something, bro. That food. That shit I feel like another point that a lot of people are missing, bro, just, just goes to show how good these players coming out of other countries are, bro, and, like, how they, they really take skill development. I believe Kobe Bryant spoke on this a while back, bro. He talked about kind of how they train differently in those countries. And we see how the AU circuit is in, in America, bro, and how the hype machines, the trains and stuff like that roll down. But um, in other countries, bro, they don't necessarily have that. But like a player like Luca, when we first yeah. see him, they were talking about him potentially being the first overall pick. 
And players, bro, Giannis, it just shows how good that the other countries are getting at basketball. But obviously, I think the U.S. has some of the best basketball players, bro. But we also got to give respect to other countries. And I feel like we should kind of take some of their some of their ways of thinking, bro, and methods as far as training too, bro. Like they have some, they have some great players, bro. That's it, yeah. I, I, bro, I'm glad you brought that up because in America, it feels like a lot of our offenses is like heliocentric offenses where it's just one guy running the offense. And then, but in foreign countries, they learn to get everyone involved and make sure yeah, everyone has at least, yeah, bro, it makes sure everyone has 10 to 15 points type shit, you feel me? So, uh, and that just takes the load off of everybody, you feel me? Especially, you know what I'm saying? Because like if, you don't you don't want your your best player coming out here dropping thirty every night because he's gonna be fucking tired. You feel me? And that's more risk for injury. So, uh, yeah, man, I feel like more of a team friendly type of basketball would be nice for. That's what this country needs for real. Yeah, I feel like we have, especially in the NBA, bro. You have to have a, be athletic specimen, bro. You might not be compared to everybody else. You might not be jumping out the gym, but compared to a regular person, you are going crazy, bro. And I think Luca. I don't know if he really took a lot of heat for this, but he said. It's harder to score over in other countries than it is in, in America. I feel like when they come over here, the foreign players, they're like, damn, this this how y'all playing defense? All right, but I'm, I'm going to have a shit. Every night type, type of situation, man. So Real shit. I think Vic's going to be easily – he's going to have an easy adjustment to coming over here and playing in the NBA, man. I'm super excited yeah. to see what team he goes to and just his development. Yeah, I'm excited, bro. I mean, I, I, I probably got to start getting into, like, the drafts and college ball more, but – uh. Usually I don't really find out about these rookies until they get into the league and I can actually see what they look like inside the league. So definitely excited to see what he can bring to an NBA team, regardless if he goes to like the the Jazz, the the Thunder. It just it doesn't matter, man. Or even the Pacers. I'd like him with uh, him and Tyrese. I think that'd be a perfect fit. Everybody tanking. Everybody tanking for him right yeah, now. Literally, literally, bro. If you're not even a playing team, you might as well tank. You feel me? Hey, we see folks. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and just trade all my players. We seen the Spurs started early, bro. They said, hey, DeJounte. We'll go ahead and send you over there for our first round pick. Like, hey, they like we just trying to yeah. be as we can, bro, as possible. Um, but I don't know if y'all seen Pop too. I thought it was funny, bro. But he was at a uh, at a press conference. He was like, "Hey, I'm gonna tell you guys, nobody in Vegas bet on us to win a championship." And I was kind of surprised to hear him say that because it's like, damn, bro, you supposed to be like at least give people a thought that you're trying to contend. But he was like, "Hey, yeah. fuck it, not gonna be good this year." So I don't even. Expect he said, "We need that. We need that." <laughs> But, man, let's get to this last topic, man. We have the Denver Broncos, man. Uh, super – I don't know how I want to say this, but a team that was really – people are really excited about, man. Damn, both the Trey's teams going through something, bro. The Broncos, the Warriors, Draymond situation. I don't know if he – only one of them, though, because one of them is just going to do about to get him another ring. Oh, yeah, is that right? You feel me? You sure? You sure? Because they're going to have to go through this team. Let me address this, though, The repeating of the words, I don't understand that. I won't even talk about the repeat, but let's just talk about that ring that we're getting ready to get on opening night. However, let's get back to this Russell Wilson situation. Um, I ain't going to lie, I'm disappointed, bro. I'm disappointed, bro. I came into this season riding high, bro. I thought we was about to just get active. We actually got a quarterback. I'm a big fan, fan of Russ, big fan of Airmail, man. Um, and his performance and our performance as a whole has been lackluster, to say the least. Um, that's probably the nicest thing I could say. Um, <laughs> haven't been able to score a touchdown. Um, defense, uh, shaky offense. I don't know what's going on. Um, I can tell you if it's just newness. We go. We had a few injuries. Um, I honestly couldn't tell you what's going on. We're struggling right now. Can't buy a touchdown. Um, 
we're not winning games. First and foremost, that's the biggest thing. We're not winning games. Um, and we're just kicking field goals. Um, so to come and get a first and foremost to get Russell Wilson and not, to get Russell Wilson and not be able to score and get the ball in the end zone is kind of frustrating considering the struggles we've had previous years simply because we didn't have a uh, a quarterback, a quarterback that had the skill set or the ability to put it in there. But to know we have the ability and we have a skilled quarterback and we're still not getting it done is kind of frustrating. Um, I'm very disappointed to say the least, man. Um, hopefully we can pick it up. And upcoming weeks, man. I just want to see us start to do it a little bit better, man. Hey, bro, like, I know we all remember when Peyton Manning went to the Broncos, man. That was like a whole – it was a sweepstakes for Peyton. He had a neck injury. Everybody everybody was trying to get him. The Colts kind of just, just wrote him off because they was getting another quarterback, Andrew Luck. They were like, hey, man, hey, Manny. Everybody was trying to get him. Broncos scooped him up. And, bro, I know a lot of people kind of forget about the Denver Broncos offenses when Peyton Manning was there. Besides the last season where he was – he was cooked, but bro, they was putting up points like crazy. The Broncos used to always bust the Chiefs' ass, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I was just like, damn. Every time we played them, bro, I thought we had a chance, but they had Payne Manny, bro. So it was just GGs. But that's what I expected when Russell Wilson went to the Denver Broncos, bro. I was kind of nervous. I'm like, damn. I was nervous, but I was happy because my dad's a uh, Broncos fan, my brother a Broncos fan. I'm like, all right, they finally got a QB. Because the Chiefs, bro, we've been we've been cooking the Broncos for some years now. And it wasn't really even like a competition because, you know, when you like say you're playing like your three year old brother in, in basketball, and you just like frying them. Like, All right. It's not even fun no more, bro. That's how it felt against the Denver Broncos. That's crazy, bro. That's, That's how it felt. Y'all just never had a chance because your quarterback was not good enough, bro. But the fact that they added Russell Wilson, I'm like, oh, it's going to get active this year, bro. Like me, and my brother, bro, we should just be in awe watching Russell Wilson, bro, throw the deep ball. That's why one of his his best abilities, bro, that deep ball is like, I don't know if you can explain this, but we call him airmail, bro, because it's like, he throws it and it just drops right into the receiver's the receiver's hands, bro. So it's like, damn. Russell Wilson, yeah, he's just not looking good. I really don't think that Daniel Hack is a, the greatest coach ever, but I don't think he's that bad for Russ not to be able to make throws and stuff like that. And I think last week, bro, is is probably hit rock bottom, bro. I don't know if you guys watched that Thursday night football game. I watched it with my pops. The shit went to OT. I was like, all right, all right, pops, I'll catch you in the morning, but I'm going to sleep, bro. This shit boring as hell. <laughs> I woke up the next morning. I seen a little highlight. A uh, wide receiver, KJ Hammer on the Broncos, was wide open in the end zone, and Russ throws a, a pick. I'm like, damn. I, I think he do a pick or an incompletion, but bro was like in the end zone throwing his helmet and shit high. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is rock bottom, bro. This is not looking good, bro. But when you at rock bottom, bro, the only way you can go is up. So, yeah. uh, bro, ain't no way he could be this bad for the rest of the season, bro. Um, I think the Broncos going – gonna pick it up they had a lot of key injuries but they lost Javante Williams they lost damn Arnold Darby they lost their left tackle girl Bowles bro so yeah that's tough but I think Russell Wilson's gonna gonna be fine bro I know he's dealing with a uh, injury right now they also didn't play any of the preseason any other starters bro so it's week five let's not overreact bro I think they're gonna get better but they have a, a a hell of a test on Monday night football though bro. they gotta play the Los Angeles Chargers man so we'll see how that goes um but, yeah, bro, I don't think they can be this bad for the rest of the season, man. So, let's just go and see what happens, man. Shout out Russell Wilson. No, I agree with you, bro. I agree with you. There's no way they can be that bad. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, once you have rock bottom, there's nowhere else but up. But, uh, yeah, bro, I, I don't think anyone really expected them to be this bad. You feel me? Even, like, 
Russell Wilson haters, you feel me? Like, my dad isn't the biggest Wilson fan, but he still didn't expect the Broncos to be this bad, you feel me? Terrible. And that's saying something, bro, because, like, how many touchdowns did the Broncos have total this year? Do you guys know? I couldn't tell you, bro, but I'll tell you a lot. It maybe I would say maybe. Can you count them on one hand? Mm, it probably. Ah, <laughs> oh, bro, that's terrible, bro. But yeah, bro, I just seen something. They had like more, more field goals, more punts than they did. Uh, fucking just touchdowns in general, bro. I was like, damn, that's that's embarrassing, bro. You know what I'm saying? But uh, no, I hope they can get it together, bro. Because I do feel bad. Like Russell Wilson, bro, he was fun to watch with Seattle. You know what I'm saying? What what year did they win that Super Bowl? Was it 2014? Yeah, it was 2020. 20, 20, they went in 2012. 2012? Okay, yeah, that damn, 2012. You got six touchdowns on the season? Damn, that's it? Bro, that's not – that's terrible, man. Yeah, they, there's no way they could be this bad, bro. Yeah, bro, I'm honestly, like, I'm kind of on Russell Wilson's side, bro, because I feel like just the way people do, bro, when they see you down, bro, they're just going to kick you, bro, and I'm like, yeah. damn, bro. I understand Russ may not be, like, the, the coolest guy around, bro. He is very cringy, man, but I'm just like, damn. Folks, the folks will try to write you off super quick, bro, and they'll just try to they'll try to kick you when you're down, man. I don't think Russ, like I said, bro, he can't be. Yeah, this. same I, thing I, with Jalen Hurts, bro. Same thing with Jalen Hurts last year, bro. I remember people were talking I, shit, I, and hey, I was saying, hey, y'all just need to put some better receivers around him, just have a better overall team because I think they were dealing with injuries last year too, if I'm not mistaken. But, bro, Jalen Hurts, that motherfucker's on a revenge, revenge. Jalen Hurts, bro. Jalen Hurts is just like. For one, he's super mature, bro, for his age. He's also yeah. that mentality that he's always going to get better regardless. He wasn't the greatest thrower coming into the league, bro. He wasn't even yeah. the greatest thrower in college, bro. Like, he even got benched for Tua, but bro, his mind, something different about his mindset, bro. Like, he's just always going to keep getting better. He's a leader as well, bro. So, I'm excited, bro, about the Philadelphia oh, – I said 76. Right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're basketball channel first, man. <laughs> game tonight, bro. Like, it's going to get active. Wait, bro. they play tonight or is it tomorrow? I put it in night on Sunday night. Ah, oh, damn. Really? I thought it was a Monday night. Damn. So, what's the Monday night game? Do you know? It's the Broncos and Chargers. Ah, uh, damn. They should have replaced the Broncos and Chargers with the, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that Monday hey, I think night. That, I think tonight, <laughs> Monday night, you pick it back up, man. Hey, I, I think they got you'll have a chance. Because aren't the Chargers, they're dealing with injuries and shit. And, right? Or am I tripping? The yeah, they beat up, bro. Yeah, isn't Herbert like he's Herbert, though? I think yeah, we pick it back up Monday game. night. Monday night, yeah. yeah. Hey man, I'm wishing y'all luck, bro. There's no hey, way up against the Chargers, bro. That's gonna be big in and turning around this season because the Chargers are one of the best teams in the league, regardless of injuries, bro. They have talent yeah. at every single position, bro. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. Man, I yeah, I just <laughs> I hope the Broncos can get better for you and your pops, bro. Because I mean, even myself, yeah, bro, man. like I ex I expected them to, to be a lot better this season, man. You know what I'm saying? So fuck. But bro, yeah, we still have a long season. I'm a Chiefs fan, bro, and we play them in December. I'm like, damn, why we got to play them at the end of the season, bro? Because I already know this was going to happen, bro. They're going to figure that shit out. They're going to be humming on all cylinders, bro. And then we're going to have to play them. They're going to be like, oh, damn, it's going to be a tough-ass game. Like, why can't we catch them at the beginning of this season, man? But, hey. I think hey, y'all got to worry about the big dogs tonight. You feel me? Hey, bro, 325 <laughs> Eastern time, bro. We're going to get to it. It's going to be a good-ass game, bro. Um, Shit, we seen what the Bulls did last week, bro. Hey, you, yeah. you play bad teams, bro. You got to remind them why they're a bad team. That's what the Bills yep. did, man. 38-3. Josh Allen, bro, he's a – yeah, he's different, bro. That's for 300, bro. 300 yards in the first half is fucking crazy, bro. Shit, from him throwing that 98-yard touchdown, bro. Yeah. He's different. Yeah, that shit was – yeah, I'm excited, bro. Hey, man. 
Good luck to to go squad the Chiefs, man. I'm excited. May the best team win. And yeah, man, it's gonna be a good game for sure. I can't wait, bro. Um, yeah. So yeah, as far as, as far as the Denver Broncos, man. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Let's see. Let's see if they can turn it around, man. For sure. Thank man. you guys for watching. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Boom. Conan, kind of with both hands, switch the flow like it was broken. I'm on the road, man, making plays just like DeRozan. I shoot my shot, and that shit wetter than the ocean. I brag a lot, but with the wind and come the boasting, I made a lot from them apartments that I sold in. He ain't make it up to college, sold them streets when he enrolled in. I know I'm a scholar from the moments that I was exposed in.